now tuned in to Bars and Hoops Radio. Where the world of hip-hop and sports live. Union Square, I was there. Bars, Yo, it's still the great. Pop, the did it. Jazz, let's fight. Zah, let's argue. Ball, ball, Let's get loose, yo, I number two pencil my bars When it comes to hoops, I play the four or five with the drive of a guard Tournaments with hood stars, they pay the ref a couple of yards To throw the game with an offensive charge On the bench, it was a firing squad, wasn't having it They turned the championship to something hazardous Some players just never made it out, they died by the dots By the foul line, the empty Glock, the game shot clock I know ghetto fiasco, now I'm the truth like the magic lasso King of the castle, in Queens I got a team of jackals LT with the tackle, graffiti on the scaffold Ball head with my shadow, rocking the giant afro Big East with the stats, a triple threat Southpaw rip through your breast with a pinch of finesse Before I lay up, I try to bang it on them, rip the net Bars and hoops, step your game up, we winning, who got next? What up, what up, what up, y'all? Bars and hoops, skills are great. Pop the bearded one. Let's get it. Mr. Two-Piece. Zaflid and DJ J.O.J. on the ones and twos. We are Balls and Hoops Radio, fellas. First and foremost, man, I want to say happy Father's Day to the fathers in the room. Let's go. Daz, you getting there. You'll get there soon, man. You I've been know a, what I mean? I've been a father to many. <laughs> <laughs> so today we got a good show for you, man. Today, um, you know, we're going to touch on a lot of things, a lot of NBA, man. We're going to ask some serious questions, too, because... It's been a lot going on, man, in, in, in the world of the NBA. Um, a lot going on in the world of boxing. We're supposed to have a guest today via Dez. Um, and we're going to get to it, man. So, Pop, set it off, man, and lead people off where we going. Ah, all right. First off, like my man, the great one said, happy Father's Day to all the gentlemen out there. You know, all those raising their kids and doing the right things or whatever. Uh... Let's just get right into it, man. Yo, I know y'all been hearing about a lot of this drama that's been going on in the NBA. A lot of different things popping off. You got Kendrick Perkins uh, actually disagreeing with Kyrie Irving. Now, we all know what's going on with Kyrie Irving. He had got to a point where he felt that he was tired of the systematic racism and things and that he wanted to start his own league. And he actually announced that with the players and that he didn't want to play in the NBA's bubble. Later on, everybody came out to disagree with Kyrie Irving. Now, I don't know if they disagreeing with him because they don't believe in his business persona or if they just disagreeing with him off the strength of, of who he is or how he conducts business. But Kendrick Perkins was, was, was very, you know, adamant and was speaking about it, talking about I don't agree with Kyrie Irving, talking about us not playing and actually creating our own league and it's just not the time, and we got to get things done, which I can understand, right? Now, after Kendrick Perkins put out his, his statement, Kevin Durant comes back to Kendrick Perkins and calls him a sellout and puts up all kind of videos all over Instagram about uh, Kendrick Perkins shooting air balls. Yikes. Turning the ball over, looking extra silly. 
I gotta ask that's you, gentlemen. Good, that's <laughs> What's your thoughts on that? First Boy, off, Zah, let's go. Embarrassing is like you, you putting the dude's dirty laundry out there. Like you shooting air balls. I, I remember another comment disagreement they had. He said he only averaged two points in the finals when he was with OKC. Like so, you know, this is brewing. You know, crazy. And then I know Kendrick got a, got a, offended to the point where he had a rebuttal. But you. You know what though? Here's my thing. I know they. I know this. He was a little out of bounds. I ain't gonna front. Uh, KD was a, was a, was a lot out of bounds. They've gone back and forth with each other. This is this has happened before. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. But at the same time, at the same time, you at a, at a climate like this, you can't be just walking around calling people sellouts. B. Disrespect. Just because he don't agree. Disrespect. <laughs> yeah, and, and and you know. I got a chance to really digest everything, man, when it first went on. You know what I mean? And and it made Kyrie look seriously selfish. You know what I mean? And it, and it made him look very irresponsible, being that you are the vice president of the Players Association. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? Like, you was all for going back to, to playing ball in Orlando. You know what I mean? You was all for it. But once the tables turn, which they normally do, you get upset, you get in your bag, you get on social media, you're talking about starting your own league. They said allegedly that was a rumor, that he didn't say that on the call. Some people came out and said it, but I believe it's true. You know what I mean? I could get into a whole nother story thing with that. that. Yes, but sir. to stay on subject, now, what this did was make KD look very childish. You know what I mean? Like... You have it. You've been real quiet. You know what I mean throughout the whole situation about everything that's been going on, as far as um the George Floyd situation. Now everybody does things in their own way, but you you want to make it public to call your 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 former teammate and another black man a sellout, a sellout. in the media during the times that we're in right now. It just shows me that a lot of these guys their minds just aren't right, man. As much money as they make. They they just they just aren't in the right mind frame at this time because as and to Kendrick Perkins point he did he said like how 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 um Michelle Obama say go when they go low you go high right he didn't go low because he could have went low as well but he was like yeah Yo, you know what KD I love you my brother he said yep. and my wife they used to make you oxtails and everything like wow. that when you used to come to my crib yep. she still loves you my kids that used to play football with and tag and all of that stuff whenever you came to my crib. They still love you. Yep. You know what I mean? And he basically was like, look, man, don't tell me about anything about the struggle because me as a black man in my current community where I live, I'm dealing with I'm that. dealing with it. Fact. You know what I mean? I got to go to school with my kid when he goes to practice because he's yeah, one out of two black kids among other white kids. Yeah, and he said, and, and, he, and, and I'm, I'm not going to say any more after this. He said, basically, and this is a valid point. There was a couple of lynchings, hangings yeah. across the country in these past two days. Now, if anybody caused the distraction to that, it was Kyrie Irving because they hardly spoke about it in the media. All people are talking about is the NBA bubble and players coming back to play. So Kendrick was right. He said, Kyrie, you're the one that's distracting people now. These are things that the movement should be talking about. But you know what? They're not talking about it because we're talking about you. 
You know what I mean? Yep. And I seen Dez with his hands up too. Okay, Dez, what it is? Um, you know, like I said, I just want to speak on you know Kyrie. Irving. I never you know really knew too much about him, about NBA player. I know what he's doing politically. Um, I just want to read this right here. Let's uh, go. Kyrie Irving is also like I said, like. You know, his wording might have been wrong, calling a new sellout. Could have been a heat in the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's kind of bad in this type like, of climate. Do you even know what a sellout is? Like, Yeah, like sellout, you know, God doing things to kill his own community and people in community sell out to, to me. Dez. But um, Sounds like you paid attention in school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't like the word, you know, sellout or coon or something. I like, we use these words, too loosely. you know, too loosely, and snitch. it doesn't do us snitch like you know like i said um a long time ago about mm-hmm. the old lady who calls the cops about uh guys selling drugs in front of her house you know mm-hmm. that's not snitch that's a civilian um so what it says here you know Kyrie irving um is a member of the standing rock um Sus. so he's a person that Shout is bringing he's bringing attention to you know you probably see me post a lot of my stories and stuff like that about um black aborigines here, you know, things that Malcolm X and Martin Luther King used to talk about, you know, very loosely, not, 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 you know, in detail. Right. Um, about tribal rights and, you know, us getting respect because uh-huh. a lot of us, we built this country and a lot of us were already here before Columbus, mm-hmm. you know, so I believe. Shout out to the Moors. Yeah. You know, but their, their thing is a little different, but, um, you know, so him and his, his older sister, Asia, his, uh, Asia Irving, you know, take part in like uh, ceremonies um, ironically um, he's um, not the only person um, uh, Mr. Callaway online he's um, bringing up, uh, talking about that as well so him as an NBA player he has his own stance just like LeBron has his own stance and you know I think everybody's important has an important role to bring a light Kyrie Irving's talking about land ownership and land papers now I do have a friend whose father Shout is out to the straw man complex. <laughs> my um you know, my friend's father is um one of the chiefs of the Cherokee Nation of New York. Mm-hmm. Black man has his card, everything, doesn't pay sales tax. Shout out to the reservations out there. Um yeah, like, you know, and, and I do feel instead of tearing each other down, just you know, each each person has their own part. You know, I think Kyrie Irving is taking a lot of heat from a lot of people because you know when you're out here like a picture right here when you wear traditional native garb you know a lot of people see native americans they say like oh well they're just they're the people just from asia but when you dig deep there are multiple you know ethnic groups of people and i think Kyrie irvin's you know one of those people that's standing on the forefront he's taking a lot of, he took a lot of heat you know but he took a lot of heat he brought on himself he's a terrible messenger right i you agree I, mean? I, I agree you know maybe his wording isn't the best but the, what he stands for has a lot of people like there was a tribe in Louisiana that got their tribal rights. There's a black tribe in Louisiana that got their rights. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, there's things when we talk about reparations, we got to look at the whole circle. It's not just money, it's land, it's other things that that fall into that. It's more than forty acres, but you know, but, but that's all I really wanted to say. Can I respond to that? Sure. sure. All right, so I get all of that. Like that point was cool. But Kyrie's stance wasn't really about that. You know what I mean? Yeah. To me, to what I what it sounded like to me in the in the in the beginning was that he was okay with everything until things weren't going to be in his favor and he wasn't invited to be a part of the party. 
Yep. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's a character flaw. Yeah, yeah not even exactly. That. Didn't Brooklyn tell him that him and Kevin Durant yeah. are not going? Yeah, exactly. So it's a big beef yeah. about the bubble when you're not even playing. Yeah, you're not even playing. But you're the, you're, you're the vice president of the Players Play Association. Association. Uh-huh. So you're supposed to lead. You know what I mean? What he's not doing is leading. And, and, what Kendrick, and Kendrick Perkins apologized for the bird comment. He said, I should have never said that. But it was accurate. It's like if you put Kyrie's brain into a bird's body right now, the bird is going to fly south. <laughs> Fly backwards. Yeah. But you know what? Here's my real issue. I think, I think, like I said, ultimately the, the issue wasn't even, it, it was Kyrie, but it was really what, how Kevin Durant came after Perk. Mm-hmm. And I really got a problem with that. Kyrie is who he is. I've been calling him who he is for a long time now. I've been, tell, I've been saying it. Check Bars and Hoops archives on SoundCloud or wherever you got. The bearded one been saying, I don't think he all the way right upstairs. And yeah. a couple of things did come out about his mental health or whatever. But, at the same time, like I said, Kevin Durant coming after coming after Kendrick Perkins like that, that is just the wrong, the last thing you want to really do to a black man that's in the that's in the limelight is call him a sellout. Because it's bad enough that we feel we left our people behind sometime when you do do better for yourself and do uh make better for yourself. A lot of times this this is one of the reasons why a lot of times rappers don't leave the hood and end up getting killed. Because ultimately, they don't want to leave the neighborhood. They don't want to seem like to be a sellout. They want to preach certain things that they grew up with, but they can't. They can't continue to live that life. And we got to understand that. The point of getting out of the hood and actually leaving is what everybody wants to do. So we got to keep that in mind. But you can't just, you can't barrage a man because he disagrees. And that brings us to our burning question. Our burning question today is, why is that when we disagree with each other, that's always the first thing that we reach for is that a black person is a sellout if he doesn't agree with his other African-American brother. What y'all think about that? I think, I, think, I think it's very common. You know, I mean, even like if, uh, for instance, even talking about politics, we're the first one to do it. Like, look, even as, you know, we may disagree with some things that even Candace Owens or someone like that might say, you know, right. very conservative. But we have a lot of blacks that are conservative. We have a lot of ones that are liberal. We have, you know, we, we, we can't disrespect each other especially, uh, you know, men and women, because their viewpoints might be different. You know, we can't call someone a sellout that went to, you know, went to college, did things the right way, never was in the street, never, um, you know, never robbed me or you, or right. never did anything harm. Family right. person, full family, um, respectable, full household. Mm-hmm. You know, we, 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 we're quick to call someone a sellout, a coon, an Uncle Ruckus, you know, just like when we was younger, when we were kids. And you spoke properly, you got called white. She was one of yeah. I, I never understood that. You know, people when they say people talk white, but um, she's a complex she was, in our community. Yeah, she was one of those people that actually was downing us, saying you you know sort of like how Bill Cosby used to have his rants. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She would she would go on hers, but um, you know, to each his own. I was one of those that called her cool, you know, for that. You know, but you and know I what? Still stand by that. You know what those are? I gotta say that they, you know, they did talk bad about Bill Cosby and things like this. Would be like, oh, you. But Bill Cosby also did a lot for those exactly. that were trying to make their way. Oh, he gave millions of dollars to, to, to universities and, and, and charities and stuff. But my whole thing is Candace Owens didn't. So who is she just down and down and to get her her seat solidified? In the I mean, but can, world? Candace Candace Owens, she she does have a, a body work. I'm not gonna say exactly what it is, but she does have contributions you know what i'm saying like she's she's not you know because someone's conservative i can't just you know write them off bill cosby's conservative bill cosby you know um was in college fraternity he, he, it was you know we, we can't overlook what he's done 
He's gave Bill Cosby gave us a family structure on TV when a lot of us didn't have no America's, dad at home. America's dad. He was America's dad. We can't, we can't, because he tells a guy to pull his, you know, his delivery and how he speak may be harsh, but a lot of things he said have truth, and a lot of times we don't want to hear it. I mean, Uh-oh. this is just, it goes back to just education at the end of the day. When, yes, when, when you start talking about issues like this, the first thing that somebody's going to point at is, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to try to hurt him with a word like, yo, you're a sellout or you're a coon. Right. Or you're a sucker. That's just how we grew up in the community, in our neighborhoods. Like you said, if you speak proper, they say you're talking white. That's a complex that we have as yeah. a people. I've been you told know what by, I mean? I've been told by white people I sound white. Yeah, I'm like, but, well, yeah, that's like, you know, that's because ignorant. They, because you know what it is, they... We, we get, you know, the media paints us in a certain way. So if I don't walk down with my, my shoulders rounded and my back hunched and speaking, not being able to speak three syllable words. With your pants. Uh, yeah. What's up, then, you know, it's taboo. It's ignorance, man. It's ignorance on, on a lot of people's behalf, man. You know what I mean? But in this particular situation, man, I just think that KD was mad. Sometimes the truth hurts. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he just feels like. He's still holding a grudge against Kendrick Perkins for calling KD out for leaving Oklahoma City oh, yeah. to go to Golden State. So a lot of his commentary towards Kendrick Perkins is based on that. KD is the type of guy that holds on to grudges. You know what I mean? He holds on to things, and every chance that he gets, he brings it back up. So that whole calling him a sellout thing was off of pure emotion. You know what I mean? But the guy. Not to cut you off, but that's that's where I, I get upset with it, because he's in a position where you gotta start thinking. Like this is the reason why you're always gonna be considered second, yeah. even though you think you're greater. And yeah. you know what I'm talking about here, still. Yeah, nah, but, but you know but, what I'm talking about. Nah, I get it, but 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 it, it all comes up to your upbringing. Yes, you know what I mean. Like he grew up in D.C. You know what I mean. He grew up in an era where AAU basketball took a lot of these kids out of the hood. They weren't used to be telling, told no. You know what I mean? They basically got everything their way. And this is how him and Kyrie are, are acting. Like, they're, in, they're acting like entitled kids. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. everything that they say is supposed to be what it is because they've never been told no before. And this is why when it comes to certain issues like that, they don't handle themselves in the, in the right way. LeBron James, who you're talking about, He's been groomed for this since he was 13 years old. He's been playing on ESPN since he was 14 years old, 15 years old. So he's been groomed for the spotlight. So when it comes to situations like this, this is nothing to him. He walks through that like it's nothing because technically he was taking care of his parents. His moms, I should say, because his pops wasn't around. But this is the difference between a LeBron James and a Kevin Durant. And this is why guys like Patrick Beverly would go on Twitter and say, if the king says we're balling, we're balling. Because at the end of the day, he's the spokesperson for the players. He was the one that spearheaded a lot of the movements when it came down to Trayvon Martin, when it came down to the Eric Garner, I can't breathe players coming out wearing the I can't breathe shirts. He started that. Him, Chris Paul, and Carmelo Anthony are the conscious awareness guys in the NBA, and they respect their handle. And the fact that LeBron didn't come out and say anything about any of this speaks volumes to how he thinks about Kyrie and Kevin Durant. I agree with you 110%. But, <laughs> and there's that but pause. Pause. Um, oh, yeah. Like I kind of had a, I kinda had a, I kinda had a <laughs> side thought 
that maybe LeBron wants to hurry up and get sneak that title in before those boys in San Francisco come back. Yeah, we go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, why not? This is the best opportunity for him to win it. See, you want to know why why I don't agree with that? Because it's a level playing field for everybody. Some of these teams may now not come back full strength. So, you know what I mean? Well, Somebody you... may catch that Rona. That's a key player. And then... Mm-hmm. So, we don't know. It's up in the air, kid. Like, it's no guarantee that he's going to win a championship. Oh, man. Oh, got, got a call. Let's get early. The phone line is acting up. Damn. All right. Yeah. But but yeah, but I just I just thought it was a little bit of that. Um Golden State next year is is slated stated to be in a great position. They have they have a top five pick. They there's numerous talks about them getting another all star Giannis. You really think he's you really think Giannis is going? No. Alright, we got a caller. Let's see. Hold on. Bars and Hoops Radio. Who's this? <laughs> Who's this? Happy, happy, happy Father's Day. Bro. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day, bro. The bearded ones. <laughs> what up? I mean, well, the nose hunter. He ain't there yet. He ain't there yet. <laughs> the nose hunter. Yo, what he it is, kid? So what's good? I mean, Talk you know, about it. I mean, I, I, I hear everything y'all saying. And I mean... Mostly everything y'all saying is, you know what I mean, accurate on, you know what I mean, on how things is playing out. You know, I just had to call before. I just had to call before Zai went crazy talking about sneaking in titles and all that. I had to call before he went crazy. He started, he started wowing on it. But now, like, I just, I just feel like, like Kevin Durant, like they, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving are just, they mentally like, like, like just, they just, they, like it's like they're feeble, you know what I'm saying? It's like they feeble stuff that stuff that will roll off the shoulders or roll off the, you know what I mean? The face of other people, it really like it touches them. That's why you know Kevin Durant be having the burner accounts and all that stuff like that. But um, it just goes back to like you said, it's, it's just a gen, it's just a a, a a growing a growing up and grooming thing to where where you don't learn how to just talk things out. You know what I'm saying it's okay to be wrong sometimes. You know what I mean, like, and then talk through it. But a lot of us, a lot of us as black males growing up in cities, we don't learn. We don't learn how to talk through things. Like we take it. We we don't know how to take constructive criticism. You know, like if you say, if you say like, damn, big, you missed your mark on that. You missed your mark on that last on that last second. Like instead of me saying, instead of me saying, you know what, you're right. Damn, I could do it better. You know what I mean? Most men, we we taught to say, we taught to look at our brother and say, like, like, like what? Like you ain't no, you know what I mean? You ain't Stephen A. Smith. Like that's how we taught to look at our brother instead of saying, you know what? You right. You know what I mean? You right. I missed my step. Let me work on that. And that's how we grow and get better. Yeah, but it's well, like too many of us don't learn that. You know what I mean? Too many of us don't learn how to talk things through. You know what I'm saying? Talk things through and take the constructive criticism and get better. It's just like, it's just like anything. It's just like if you say, yeah, now nah, your game is all right, but you could work on your left hand. 
Like, yo, who he think he is? He ain't Pat Riley to tell me I need to work on my left hand. So, so this got me the way I, this got me, I'm getting a million dollar check with so, just my right hand. You That's only you can get. Yep, you know what I'm saying? Yep. And you agree, and, you agree with everything, you agree with everything that we said. Basically, it's your Yeah, upbringing. that's what I'm saying. It's like, the Kyrie thing, like the Kyrie thing, like I told you on our show, I was saying like, it just felt like, it felt like when, like I said, the teacher said, yo, we going on a trip. You know what I mean? Like, you going to the museum Friday. It costs $5 to go. And you like, as soon as you hear trip, you like, oh, it's on. We going to get crazy. Be the one. Yo, you going to get the sandwiches. Hey, yo, still, you going to get the juices. Like, you, you all in. And then you get home and your mother like, yo, I ain't got the $5 for you to go. You know what I mean? So now the next time you come into class, you like, I don't even know why that trip gonna be whack. You know what I mean? That trip gonna be corny. Yeah. I don't even know why we going. We shouldn't even go. We, that's what we should yeah. do. We should say, you know what? We ain't going. You know. Yeah, and then, fan. then, but then your your best friend mother be like, she hear what's going on and she know your situation, so she be like, hey, I give you the five dollars to go. Don't worry about it. And now you back now on board. Lit. Like, no, hey, yeah, we going. Let's go. A lot of people, you know what I mean. Like, and people. that's what I feel like. And it was just, and it's. It was whack for him to call Kendrick Perkins a sellout, and I like the I like the route that Kendrick Perkins took. You know what I mean? Because he definitely reminds him like I know KD was looking like, damn, the oxtails was good. Word the mother. I can't even get no more oxtail no more. Mac and <laughs> yeah, you gotta salute Kendrick, man. We salute him, man, for real. Man. Nah, but, nah, but y'all keep going, man. I just called, man. You know what I mean? Touch on that. You know what I mean? Tell y'all happy Father's Day. Yeah, salute to and, you, you know, King. Happy Father's, happy Father's Day. Yes, too, happy Father's Day, sir. I think calling someone a sellout is like an easy way out. You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 like, it's, it's like resorting to name calling because you don't got nothing else in your yeah, brain. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. It's like it's I like got, today's internet world. I got called. If I don't agree, if I don't agree with somebody, the first thing you say is hater. I got I got called a sellout two days ago for posting um um yeah, Tom, Tommy Morrison. You saw I, the call? But I didn't give him the energy. I was like, okay, so me being a fan of multi multi racial fighters that I just styles are like makes me a sellout. And he said, oh, you responded quick to that. I'm like, well, it didn't make sense. Yeah, I seen that. That was crazy. He crazy. Yeah, but that's just a, that's just a complex that we have in our community, man. That hopefully our next generation doesn't grow up with that same mind frame. You know what I mean? But it looks like it's going on that same path because again, yeah, AAU basketball has changed the way things are happening. Like a lot of kids, like, and not to jump too far off a subject, sure. Um, they don't even consider high school as the route anymore to go to college or any the, 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 the scouts mm-hmm. and the college coaches are looking at the AAU basketball teams to find a new talent they're not even going through schools anymore but why do you think that is you think that's because the more they have more talent in the AAU than they do in the high school league well the AAUs yes 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 mm-hmm. because they're putting together super teams this is where the whole LeBron James thing like yo let's play together like he let he set it off with that because that's the era that they came from. They all played together as kids. Like whereas back in the days, Michael Jordan didn't want to play with Patrick Ewing or Charles Ball. He wanted to beat them dudes. Like or he probably huh? had that, like you said, that Bill Wennington over there, dudes is tall. Yo, just pass me the ball and get the rebound. Yeah, but but it still was a competitive fire that he still had that a lot of these players don't have anymore. This is why you keep hearing about. This player wants to play with this player, or that player wants to go ahead. Like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. no more of that. I want to take your head off. That that left with Kobe. 
You know what I mean? Mm. That left with Kobe Bryant, yeah. man. Yeah. Rest in peace. Rest in peace to Kobe Mamba. Bryant, man. For real. Mamba with KD, the thing with him is he he always has had thick, um, thin skin. But like piggybacking what Wolf still said, ever since um, Perkins made that statement about him, you know, taking an easy route to Golden State. It's been on between them two. It's been, you know, you only had two points in the finals. You ain't do nothing, this and that. And then, but then Kendrick Tell me comes how out. You really feel. Yeah, exactly. Word. But then Kendrick comes out and tells a whole other story. How I accepted you in my home. My family accepted you in our home. We 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 fed you. My kids call you Uncle Cal. You know but you what know saying? what? And though? I still love you. You know Word. what though? You know what though? And like I said, not to get too far because you know we got an agenda. I gotta say. This guy, like like I said, like this is one of the reasons why LeBron is where he is and why he won't. It's like he going to have to beat him on the court in order to be anywhere close. Because LeBron, like you said, he's been carrying himself like this for a long time. I was showing my son the other day that LeBron been playing basketball on TV since he was like 13, 14 years old. Yeah. So it's like, you know. In high school. Right. And, and they've been watching him ever since. And like you said, if you watch his interviews, you watch how he's been talking, he never really, really stepped out of bounds with a yes. lot of different things, man. And this dude, Kevin Durant, I guess he, like you said, he feels because his talent is superior that he can say and do what he wants. The same thing with Kyrie Irving talking about, yo, you know what? When we get a chance, we want a couple players that want to get bounced. Like, how, who, yo, what are you doing? Like, how could you just those, come out and say that? Those, but you leading the team. Those two mm-hmm. championships that um, he won in Golden State doesn't make him better than LeBron. Had he won those two championships with OKC, mm-hmm. you have a legitimate argument. Well, I'll tell you what. Now that we're talking about championships and who's playing, we're going to step right on into this next part. Okay. Very interesting. Very, very interesting. The NBA has released the rules that they want the players to follow while they are in the bubble. I.E., no high fives, no, none of that. No, they don't want them clearing themselves on the court. I didn't, first of all, I didn't even know they do that. I never got seats that close. But they don't want them blowing their nose. They don't want them giving fist bumps. They don't want them cleaning a ball with their jersey or anything like that. So how is this going to work in today's NBA? Gentlemen, and, please. And it's, it's looking like it may not work after all with the current pandemic in Florida for the third straight day. They broke a record. 4,000 4, people, people yep. getting the coronavirus. Jeez. You know what I mean? Pray for them people so, in Florida. So now that changes everything. You know what I mean? And it's like th- those those rule changes, those rules that they're trying to implement in the bubble, that, that takes away everything. Like high five, and that's just a natural instinct. You mean when you score, you know, oh, I can't touch you. Yeah, like right. They're not going to follow that. That's want, impossible for them to follow those rules. It's you want to laugh. Impossible. You want to laugh still. Uh-huh. We're going to get a little laugh on it. Uh-huh. They say, yo, uh, Anthony Davis scores. And after Anthony Davis scores, he licks his hand. Like, you know, like, ah, I'm on fire. He turned around. He slapped Avery Bradley five. I mean, yeah, Avery Bradley five. And then they both gave LeBron James a five. I said, Carol, look, we was like. Avery <laughs> <laughs> Bradley's one of them too. That was that's against playing as well. Facts, but but I don't think his is more or less along the, the pandemic. It had more to do with you know moving with the current state of the nation, especially our African American people. He wanted to be there on the front lines. You know what I mean? Well, so. Kyrie Kyrie got the pandemic and he got uh, the social social injustice part of that. Who yeah. Kyrie? You think so? Yeah, he said it. And 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 Avery Bradley. And this is the thing, like. You know, their whole thing was that them playing 
would take everybody's attention off of what's going on in the country. That's that's just the dumbest thing ever. Like, this is what you negotiate with the NBA for. If you're so concerned, you put you put in you implement things in the deal to come back and play in Orlando to have commercials, at least one commercial every break that that talks about the social justice movement. You 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 implement things like that. Right now you you have all the um all the, all the, so. all the leverage. You, all the you have all of the leverage because without y'all there is no game. Mm-hmm. Without y'all playing, TV deals don't get fulfilled. Yep. So you need to use this time to create the leverage to say, you know what? We want something to talk about the George Floyd situation or what happened with Trayvon Martin or what continues to happen in this country broadcasted every segment that y'all go to a commercial break at least one commercial or or to an organization that is trying to combat social injustice and and and, and, and racism and stuff like that ahead, you know it's funny you put it like that because it's the same thing with essential workers in new york city yeah. it, ha- it has the same mirroring listen the essential workers didn't want to didn't want to go to work but they understood that they had to because that's their job now that they've done that. Yeah. When it comes down to them labor agreements and to them contracts, mm-hmm. you don't forget about them. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the NBA players. Listen, yeah. we did what we had to do to keep this league afloat at a time where money was actually disappearing and we did what we need to do. Those contracts are now on the table. Yep. Now, if that's the case, you could make the contracts so that they didn't have to donate to the black communities and things. You could do that. And and it just goes to show right now, the fact that we even talking about what they doing just goes to show how much light they would have been able to shine because we talking exactly. about something that ain't even going on yet. Imagine. Exactly. I don't think we're going to get any sports this year. I don't think the NFL is going to start. Um, Major League Baseball, they're already talking about canceling because the owners and the players can't get together on the money issue. They're trying to give the players uh, less money than they want. The players are like, I want my money. You're not going to give me 70%. Facts. You know, I want what's owed to me this year. You know, so... Um, I don't think we'll, I don't think at the end of the day I don't think we'll see anything. Sports sports that rely on on ticket sales are gonna are not gonna be here. You know other sports that rely on just like pay per views or viewership like let's just say like MMA for instance. MMA is not gonna really get hurt because they don't need an arena. You know those ticket sales aren't as much as streaming in bars or stuff like that. So and they just baseball. paying individuals. You're not yeah. paying a whole team. You're not paying a 53 man roster. You're who's, paying individuals. And who's gonna watch baseball on TV with no crowd? But baseball has been dying for a long time. Even though it's America's pastime, uh-huh. word, the baseball has been dying for a long time. So we reached that point where we're about to get into a DJ JLJ mini mix. You know what I mean? Don't forget the number to call in is 516-206-0711. Bars and Hoops Radio, check in with us. Yeah. Happy Father's Day, y'all. I want to deal with a bigger episode. You're now tuned in to Bars and Hoops Radio. DJ J-O-J. We always have music. Eating up the game like it was never going to run dry. That ain't no business. No other game is run so disorganized. Look around. Every hood that's taking care of business is together, dig it tight. 
can't spend my life running away. But what is worth? How much dirt can I get done in a day? I got a clip in the AK. Nothing to trade. I'm a beast. Fuck the police. In WA. Y'all play this game that the hustlers play. And if you're dressing the metrosexual way, the motherfucker you get. Y'all can say the drama for K-Slay. Like who's fucking my chick? Or writing books about sucking my dick. Now I don't give a fuck what they say. Cause once I put on my cool, they see my life and wanna put on my shoes. Top of the world, ma. Look at you, dude. I dig a chick with an attitude. But I don't let her cook up my food. It's like these young niggas hugging the strip. Who got the power to move bricks and buildings? Never loving a bitch. Stripping with game. Y'all can guzzle the sip. Ain't nothing changed. My niggas is off the chain and we don't muzzle the pit. <laughs> Pick up my pen, I begin my flow. I close my eyes, then write rhymes in a blackout mode. My Uzi, way over a ton. CD plays over. I do my crown with baking soda with no odor. Pull out like boat motor strings. Crack your shoulder wing. Death squad decoder ring. Psychopath bordering. My dog shitting on your lawn while you watering. Pay the fine order him to shit on your lawn again. D-O-C, get it. C-O-D, my hood. P-O-P, nigga. N-J-D, baby. Jersey state of mind, method man, lock him in. Y'all niggas give a fuck, punk, we the opposite. Yeah. I hear you gossiping, cause we on. Yeah. Just because I rock, don't mean I'm made of stone. My bones are sturdy. I wake up to get it early. When I bully the streets, my code is keep mirroring. In the head, back down, a boy roll with us. This how it sound when them boys is transmitted. Bricks to Staten Island, where babies turn into killers. This why my Cadillac bear more arms than caterpillars. Let's get it. You're now tuned in to Bars and Hoops Radio. Hey, yo, be a father. If not, why bother, son? A boy can make them, but a man can raise one. If you did it, admit it, then stick with it. Don't say it ain't yours, because all women are not whores. 90% represent a woman that is faithful. Ladies, can I hear it? When a girl gets pregnant, her man is going to run around. Dissing her for nine months when it's born, he wants to come around. Talking at him, sorry for what I did. And all of a sudden, he now wants to see his kid. She had to bear it by herself and take care of it by herself. And giving her some money for milk won't really help. Half of the fathers with sons and daughters don't even want to take them. But it's so easy for them to make them. It's true. If it weren't for you, then the child wouldn't exist. After a skis, there's responsibility. So don't resist. Be a father to your child. When a brother makes a child and then denies it Thinking that money is the answer so he buys it A whole bunch of gifts and a lot of presents It's not the presence, it's your presence and the essence of being there And showing the baby that you care Stop sitting like a chair and have your baby wondering where you are Or who you are Fool your eyes, daddy Don't act like you ain't Cause that really makes me mad, G To see a mother and a baby suffer 
I had enough of brothers who don't love the fact that a baby brings joy into your life. You can still be called daddy if the mother's not your wife. Don't be scared, be prepared, cause love is gonna get you. It'll always be your child, even if she ain't with you. So don't front on your child when it's your own. Cause if you're front now, then you'll regret it when it's grown. Be a father to your child. Be a father to your child. Even her body language told a story. Her name was Mahogany. Twin's name was Ebony. I said, my name is Ra, and this is Eric B. Since the music was loud, I said, let's take a walk. So we could talk and see New York. Showtime didn't start until 1 o'clock. But once I entered your mind, I wouldn't want to stop. Caress your thoughts till we was thinking the same. Calm your nerves, massage your brain. Each moment some mineral, poetry, protein. Versus the vitamin effects like codeine. Then tell me how you feel when I reveal a pill that'll heal your pain. Cause I'm real, she must have OD cause she couldn't resist. She spoke slowly when she told me this. She said, over me, I'm going crazy. She rubbed me on my chest and called me Mr. Sexy. She said she want my kids and help me make my next G. Tell me I ain't finesse mahogany. So I prescribed her something to revive the surprise. And she's live, but and much more wiser from the light I shine when the brain cells spark. Constantly so she can glow in the dark. The soon you can represent the moon. As long as I keep you in tune, I'll tell you who you are and why you're here. Take it in stride, cause it might take a year. It's funny how time flies when you're having fun. We got close and it was almost one. She kissed me slow, but you know how far a kiss can go. Fuck around and miss the show. So I told her to hold that thought real tight. We can finish what we left off later on tonight. Back to the scene of the crime on time. As they introduced the fiend of a rhyme. She stood in the crowd with a bird's eye view of me. Thinking of later on of what she could do to me. The back of the room, I could see her eyes gloom. Patient but hoping that the show was over soon. As her place was ripped in half. She made her way to the front row. So I said, let's go. I packed my mic as they screamed for an encore. The speakers were blown, plus my mic was sore. Besides, I got places to go, ladies to see. And she could tell me how crazy she was over me. We drove off. She said she liked the way that I performed. And couldn't wait to get soft and warm. I said, I was watching you, watching me. Looks I received made it hard to MC. I could take a hit, so I knew that she when I'm in agony, agony, agony in her body. Yo, when I be riding through the hood and shit, I be... Now tuned into Bars and Hoops Radio. I was like, Mommy, look. 
mommy, look, mommy, look. I can't see. I'm up early for the sunrise. No lie, I offer budget, then I make some breakfast. I think I'm going whip up with my chick suggested. Turkey, bacon, cheese, eggs, and some more. Happy Father's Day, Balls of Hoops Radio. Let's go. I just to pick out an outfit. Hey. In case my shirt and jeans need to be iron. I'm not lying. Take a shower, call my lady, yeah. Look in the mirror, thinking everybody know who I am. From the beard, grab the iron before I leave the crib. Whole heat, cause motherfuckers is really dying In these streets, and motherfuckers is really rotting In the neighborhood where I'm from, it's way different than Mr. Rogers I don't brag about it, I don't bitch about it Had some family that was there, I had to get them out it But I frequently visit life that I'm living Consistent me going in and out, it's time to sing about it I know how to hood play my version of it's a good day. This daddy's ghost version of it's a good day. Make me wanna say, damn right, it was a good day. I'm from the hood, know how to hood play. This is my version of it's a good day. This daddy's ghost version of it's a good day. Make people say, damn right, it was a good day. Four nine pound, the ears on the windows up. On the ride down, I had to call my niggas up. She was cracking, I am floating in the tenant boat. Whole time, I ain't even get pulled over or harassed by the folks. No phone calls from people bitching. Sweet, meet my peoples at the pizza kitchen. It's time to eat. After that, we hit the ball games with life in York. Gay the young is my support while they like the court. I'm out, I told them I'll be back. I hit the pressure, left the pressure, then I went to sex. In sex, I. Seen this bitch that I wanted from way back She was going through her act, but I put on the pressure I told her if you with it, we should get together She said when, I said sooner the better So we slid to the telly, put on a movie Rubbed on a big fat booty, and bombed out her coochie I'm from the hood, know how the hood play This is my version of it's a good day This daddy's ghost version of it's a good day Make me wanna say, damn right, it was a good day I'm from the hood, know how the hood play my version of it's a good day. It's that East Coast version of it's a good day. Make people stay here. Right away, right away, right away, right away, right away, right away. Back to live action. So we reach the part of our show. We get to our punchline segment. Des Ware, aka the Nose Hunter. Urban Legend. Two piece. Urban Legends are born every day, and I am one. I am the Nose Hunter. <laughs> I want to get into. You know, I want to get into the Tyson Fury, Anthony Joshua fight that they want to set up for next year, 2021. And I want to um, also talk about how Bob Arum wants to make another franchise champion, which is Tyson Fury, to skip over Dylan White, who is the WBC mandatory for um, Tyson Fury. Um, Now, we all know the history of Bob Arum and fighters. Lomachenko is another franchise champion and those who don't know what the WBC franchise champion is it's basically like having an undisputed champion that does not have to fight a mandatory and is still a champion so those sounds like a bootleg belt to me (laughs) yes it's uh you know and and Bob Arum is frustrated at the WBC um the other sanctioning bodies because um Fury is also WBO and WBA unified champion. So, because he beat Deontay Wilder. And Bob Arum is upset that he feels that the fights of some mandatories for his fighters aren't necessary and useless. Wow. Now, that with Bob Arum being a promoter since before even Muhammad Ali was even, you know, who he was, when he was Cassius Clay, and before then, I feel that 
it is hurting boxing where guys are not fighting. You know, they're they're contenders for the belt. You know, I feel like you know we're not hearing about Deontay Wilder. Deontay Wilder fight, I heard the third fight's coming to end of, like in man. September. <laughs> Deontay Wilder, man. And I hate beating up on our people, man. But he took that beating. And, you know, he's getting... he's It's like Roy Jones, man. He's getting that shine back. You know, right. after Roy Jones lost that first fight, the shine and everything was going off of him. Like, when the right. cameras shine on him, it's like, yo, the glow ain't there no more. It's like he got the glow beat off of him. And he got humble. He well, got humble. Well, Roy Jones, see, <laughs> he got humble, kid. Tarver the, last, was, the last dragon? <laughs> yeah, he got See, Tarver was a second. When Roy Jones got knocked out by Tarver, but before, when he um when he lost the fight by disqualification, he still had the glow, but but he got he got knocked out. <laughs> nah, the glow, the, the glow stayed on the canvas, kid. And he it. never looked. Yeah, I'm telling you. Look at Roy Jones pre that loss, kid. Every fight, yo, he had the glow like they Vaseline him. Well, he only had one. Everything. Well, he only had one loss, and the yeah. loss was a disqualification for. He, um, that, he got beat like a drum after that. Glenn Johnson that beat ring. him. Who else beat him? He got beat by some uh, well, he, some uh, guy in Australia or something like that. Well, he, he um, that Dennis Lebdeb yeah. and uh, Cruiserweight. Shout out to Dez. Um, he went to that ring, and that dude said, "Leroy." Well, also too, you have to understand about Roy Jones, and he's one of my favorite uh, pound for pound <laughs> fighters. Yeah, I love Roy Jones. Um, a fighter. See, I can't compare him to Deontay Wilder because Roy Jones at least had defense and fundamentals. Now he no, did. no, no. I'm not saying like in comparison no, no. skill wise. No, he lost. He lost. He lost that glow. But you know what it is. See, <laughs> Roy, see, Roy Jones. We can say Roy Jones was older. We can say Roy Jones out of his prime. We can say Roy Jones went up too high in weight. Deontay God, Wilder is. Deontay Wilder is a one weight class fighter. That's one dimensional. And the glow left. I start seeing the glow starting to go when he fought Luis Ortiz, who's 50 years old on high blood pressure medication, yeah, and, and took him to the brink. Yeah. I mean, he's on high blood pressure Ortiz medication. Ortiz's going to beat Yo, the brakes on me when he again. see you, kid. Yeah, I want King Kong. He you think sure you're funny in those high blood pressure <laughs> I hold your nose, too. Oh, now, bro. I like it. Um, I'm not really excited about a third fight with Fury, and I understand yeah. from a business standpoint, a fight between... From a promotion standpoint, a Joshua and Fury, I would tell Wilder to step aside, and but and, and I would tell, um, but you know, Wilder's going to exercise his claws. They're not even they're overlooking Deontay Wilder. Fury's yeah. like, when I beat him, I want Anthony Joshua fight, and I want Dylan White. I don't want to see Dylan White fight Fury. He will be another Derek Chisora and get his nose pushed back and knocked out like Derek Chisora did twice. Uh, you well, know, I'll tell you what, there's also uh, talk. Not to cut you off. Mm -hmm. There's also talk about a um, cartel, a drug cartel in uh, Dublin, Ireland, yeah. versus a Spanish uh, a drug cartel that's holding the cards on this fight. Have you heard about that? Oh, well, wow. it, I haven't heard about World it, but moves. it doesn't it doesn't surprise me because the sport of boxing has always been intertwined with with organized crime and and politics. So, you know, and that's why I tell people there's a reason why you got a blue and red corner. Red is Republican, blue is Democrat. A lot of people don't know that. A lot of things that happen socially in boxing um, have an effect on the world. Well, check know. this out. Joshua holds all the remaining titles. If both men could keep their belts, then by the time they meet, it would be a unification fight. That's like what you was just saying. Yeah. But there's just one big problem, and his name is Daniel Kinahan. MTK Global, who represents Fury, was founded by the Irish gangland figure. Fury caused a furor when he thanked the drug lord on Twitter for helping to make this fight. Big, big 
Well, I mean, not really because it's it's part of his team. But Bob Arum, see, the thing about him is that that won't make that won't matter because Bob Arum's going to give him Fury a franchise belt, just like he did um, with Lomachenko. And, and and Lomachenko did not fight Devin Haney. He vacated the belt, and Devin Haney became he, he became um the champion at one thirty five. Shout out to Devin Haney because now you know they want a Teofimo Lopez fight because they feel like to me I feel like Devin Haney might be a threat, and then with Mayweather in his corner, and Mayweather really you know training and coaching him now as well as his own trainer I feel that Devin Haney's too much of a risk for uh, Lomachenko who's going to be 33 years old next year and I feel like he will retire you know him and I think you know and Bob Arum does not want any fighters um, to end up like Donaire when he when when he had Rigondeaux you know when Rigondeaux walked through Donaire you know he wants these guys to have franchise belts he wants them to get you know he wants big paydays and Anthony Joshua versus, you know, they already agreed to do two fights. So they're expecting that fight to be highly competitive. I think it's going to be highly competitive. I think that. I'm, I don't think that that fight is going to be very good or interesting to me. I mean, you kill you kill Anthony Joshua all the time about his skill level as far as a boxer. Tyson Fury is going to beat the brakes off of him. I, 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 you know, he'll have a, he will look better than Deontay Wilder. Um, Anthony Joshua can touch him. He could put him down. But Anthony Joshua is a three-punch fighter. He's got a he's got a jab. He's got a right hand and left hook. And if he can't get you with a left hook and, and I mean, sorry, right uppercut, excuse me, right uppercut and left hook. And he's not a guy. When he fought Andy Ruiz, Shout I tell out to people. Andy Ruiz, corner store poppy. See, hey, let's the, get see, hands. <laughs> see, the, see, the thing about Andy Ruiz and that fight with Anthony Joshua, Joshua used his legs as a man 6'7". You know, Andy Ruiz is the same height as me. He's but about 6'2", 6'1". Put pause. the pause on him. Pause. No, 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 no. I'm just saying he put the pause on him. And but Andy Ruiz also let the fame. He ruined a legacy of being the first Mexican heavyweight, and it looked like a buffoon because he gained almost 30 pounds from the first fight, literally feeding his team, overeating, not training, and took Anthony Joshua. Anthony Joshua, he tried to, Anthony Joshua looked like Muhammad Ali in there, but just minus the jab. Came out looking like the fat boy. <laughs> Must be the money. That I mean, fight, it's the paper, it's the paper. It's that, that fight with Anthony Joshua was hilarious. It literally looked like Anthony Joshua just had to go run around the track and Anthony Andrew Ruiz just got tired. But and that's all, I mean, literally like, let the fat man chase you around the ring, jab, hold, jab, hold. Fury's going to outbox him, um, and then we're going to have a Deontay Wilder. I think a Deontay Wilder Anthony Joshua fight because they're going to now have two losses, you know. And I'd rather watch that fight. I would too because they've been talking smack for mad years. Yes, I, my money's on Wilder. Wilder can knock him out. Yeah, of course. But Wilder I, but, probably knock him out. That'll be a good comeback fight for him to put him back in the spotlight to fight Tyson Dylan Fury White. again or Dylan, whoever. You Tyson I mean? Fury might retire. I think. I think after this, you know, um, he's going to shout out to the Gypsy but, King. He's 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 Tyson Fury's a, a you know he's talking like you know it's funny that he says that um you know Tyson Fury just knows how to talk and him leaving heavyweight division will hurt the heavyweight division because we haven't had a heavyweight that talked like that since Mike Tyson we haven't had a heavyweight that talked trash like like since you know um Ali you know I won't put them I won't put him in a skill level of those guys I mean even though he is skilled most of them couldn't talk when it was over, right? Well, yeah, I mean, but, but you know, like I said, um, you know, Mike Tyson had the defense too. That's why you can talk clear now. You know, he had good head movement, pause. You know, um, Tyson was in that nation. But outside of that, you know, 
I eat his kids. A Dylan White, a Dylan White, Anthony. Uh, we also have to talk about the other heavyweights. <laughs> we got to talk about Dylan White. Jarrell Miller is actually having a fight. Cheeseburgers coming back having a fight. Uh, July, uh, July first, I believe. Mm-hmm. No, July, July, J- around the weekend, July fourth. Um, so he's so he's fighting under. Um, so that's July fifth. July fifth. Yeah. So he's fighting on July fifth, and you know. He's Sunday? good. No, 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 no. A no. Sunday? Fourth no. of July is on the Saturday. July 5th. July 4th. He's July fighting 4th. on July 4th. Yeah, 4th. Um, so with him being in the mix, he's still undefeated. They're still talking about having a, a, a fight with Anthony Joshua still because he's still a, a prospect. He's still ranked number, I think I believe he's ranked number three. Well, I got to say this, man. I, I know that, you know, we going on to the other boxes, man. But I'm going to tell you this, man. I still got faith in the bronze bomber, man. I'm going to say this, though. <laughs> Floyd Mayweather Sr., Recently had a video, <laughs> and he said he think he can't do nothing with him, and that Deontay Wilder is trash. Can we get one, Zah? He said that. Can we get trash? <laughs> <laughs> I gave you the fresh one. Trash. <laughs> let me let me tell you let me tell you something about. And I agree with Floyd. C. I agree with Floyd Mayweather. Seeing he's been around. He's a he's a legend. He's a legend. He's a legend fighter. For instance, right? Wilder can't be fixed. Wilder movement. Like he said that I read the article. Uh-huh. He literally, Floyd Sr. literally said, There are so many things he does not know that I can't fix him. And I would say this. I said, remember, I said that years ago. Remember, I said, I, I said, I said that last year. I said, Deontay Wilder can't be fixed. First off, you know what I would do? Like me, like me, I was training, you know, um, Will Sully's son this morning. Okay. Will Sully's son, as a young as he is, has better footwork than Deontay Wilder. That's crazy. And it's his first boxing lesson. This is bad that when a guy that is 35 years old has became a bronze gold, bronze medalist has still crossing his feet. These are things that you get, you do on your first three weeks of boxing. You don't cross your feet. Also, picking his back leg up to throw a right hand. Also, I mean... You know, reaching with his jab. You know, standing with his feet too wide, with his knees locked out. These but are the, things. But I gotta say this though, and, 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 and like I said, in <laughs> uh-huh. his defense, and, and the bronze bomber's defense, he still got power. He still got the. He's he wasn't he from Snatch. You remember Brad Pitt from Snatch? Yeah. The one hitter quitter kid. Uh, let That's me say. Let, let me tell you something. Uh, Never trust the pike. Let me tell. <laughs> let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, Pop, about having a big punch. And I'll say a bunch of fighters who had a big punch. Uh-huh. That can be taken away. And I'm going to name three fighters uh-huh. who had a big punch. No, 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 no. I'm going to name four punch, four punches uh-huh. that got that punch taken away. One, Golovkin. Okay. When he fought Canelo Alvarez two times. And Canelo Alvarez said to me, I thought he beat him the first one. But mm-hmm. he beat him the second one. He backed him down. He bullied the bully. Mm-hmm. And he went to the body and he showed that this man has no defense. Right. He has very little. People talk about Golovkin's footwork. I don't know what footwork they're talking about. He comes like a robot. You know, Sergey Kovalev. Sergey Kovalev. I'm a fan of Kovalev. I like Kovalev. But I knew when he fought Andre Ward that Andre Ward was going to bully him and take him to deep waters. Uh-huh. He drinks too much vodka. He can't fight on the inside. <laughs> and he's mid. Yes. And he's a mid-range. He's a mid-range and, and outside fighter. Andre Ward really beat his body 
for seven rounds even after the knockdown and got the win. Mm-hmm. The second fight, he went and fin- he did the exact same thing. He said, this man has no inside game. I'm going to go in. I'm going to beat him to the body. And then I'm going to counter punch him when he starts getting tired. I knew, and also, too, George Foreman, young George Foreman. I'm not going to talk about old George Foreman because I'm not going to. He, was, he's not, he wasn't prime. He did his thing as a, as a, as a 45-year-old man. I have to give George Foreman credit for coming back and having success. It's one of the few, it's one of the oldest world heavyweight world champions ever. Mm-hmm. But when he was younger, and he was walking through guys, and going through Norton and going through all those guys, when he met Ali, uh-huh. Ali took that punch again. He laid on the rope, he head pulled him, he, he and then and then when he got Foreman tired, he started backing down Foreman, and Foreman didn't want to get back up because he bullied the bully. Mm. You want to know something though? It took a lot. Took a lot though. You want to know what this all tells us, man? As the old saying goes, yeah. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. So why try? But you know, you're not changing him. You're not changing anything fundamentally about him. How old is DeAndre, Deontay Wilder? Deontay Wilder will be 36 years old next year, so oh, he's about oh. to be 35. Deontay Wilder is done when it comes to, one, shout out to Mark Breland. And I, I'm going to say it on the air. Mark Breland, I'm going to say it straight up. I'm going to stay straight up on the air right now. And I have a lot of respect for Mark Breland. He don't listen to Mark Breland. You Mark Breland, old dog, new tricks. He, from your twenties, since he he has a lot of yes men on his team, and I feel like he wanted to go fire Mark Breland because he he stepped in and, and almost saved this man's life. Fury, even though they say he's not a puncher, he's not a puncher when it comes to being a heavy. But he got a fifty percent knockout ratio. No, he's got a sixty five percent knockout ratio. He literally knocked Steve Cunningham's. Head almost into the to the arena, out the arena, and not for nothing. How much does Fury weigh? I mean, any man, if you uh, if you unconscious and you can't even really defend yourself, I could hurt Deontay Wilder, right or wrong. Listen, I, I heard let, y'all. Yo, let me, let, you know what's funny? <laughs> I would like <laughs> I to see, see you over there, Steve. Andy, if Andy Ruiz, <laughs> if Andy Ruiz fought Deontay Wilder, he would beat him worse. He would beat him. He would he would beat him worse. Uh huh. Then he did Anthony Josh for the first fight because he's so one-dimensional. The man stands straight up on a rope. Early. That's not a professional thing to do. You learn that as an amateur. He, st- he stood straight up, and he can't bend at the waist. You know, th- that comes back to a guy getting married to a guy's power. When you got a guy that could just beat a bag, the man hurts himself throwing punches. Deontay Wilder hurts his shoulder. He hurts his elbow because he throws so wide. Wilder... If he takes another beat down, he's going to retire from boxing. I don't see him re- even – guys are going to take him as a joke. Dylan White, they want to fight him. You know, I feel like even Jarrell Miller would would back down Deontay Wilder because they know that if I get him on the back leg, I'm going to beat him. Just don't stand there long range and just, you know – And do, throw with him. And do like um the fighter um that he fought that just stood there uh, from, from Haiti. But the but the but the crowd kind of forces you to do that when they start chanting "Yo, Wilder, bro, all that other stuff." He be like this, bomb squad. He start talking that. You be like, "Yo, you know what? I'm about to knock this dude straight but, out." But Wilder is emotional too, and the thing about it too, even when he fought Fury, every time he start missing those punches, you can tell he starts, you know, getting emotional. And I mean, he's not a guy. That can keep his composure. That's why Fury can get into his head. Fury said, I'm going to back you down. You're going to be gasping for air. He said that eight months before they fought again. I mean, um, five months before they fought again. He said, I'm going to back you down. You're a bully fighter. You're going to be gasping for air. And I'm going to knock you around the ring. What did he do? He knocked him around the ring. These Irish fighters, man, they could really get under my skin. But you know what, though? (laughs) We're going to move on, man. We got our man over here, DJ J.O.J. Ready to get in, Yes, sir. Let's get it. Let's get it. Fight. 
Bowser Who's Radio, come on, let's go. Yeah. I'm leaving on the next play. You're now tuned in to Bars and Hoops Radio. I'm a sad, sad nigga, you can find me where the money at. Find me in your crib with the Nino, where that money at. See me, I found the remedy to stop the telling. I put that booger to your forehead and pop your melon. See me, I get busy, frontin' this a busy. I move with the semi, zip zip through the city. The Lord can't get me, the Lord gotta get me. I make shit hot and lay low to a fizzy. You thinkin' no pity, you don't know pity. In the S550, the fall fall with me. My man, yeah, Yizzy, stay off the hizzy. Self means whizzy, they smoke pack till they dizzy. Your man Joey Crack, I told him before. He don't want it with me. Your pussy fat boy. You wanna go to war? Okay, okay, I go to war. Catch you slipping, put you, put your brains on the floor. I'm leaving on the next plane. These friends up in my crib and found cocaine. Fingerprints on the hammers and heroin. Before I go back to jail, I'm squeezing, man. I'm a south side nigga, you can find me where the money at. Find me in your crib with the Nino, where that money at. See me, I found the remedy to stop the telling. I put that booger to your forehead, pop your melon. Look, the television caters the pop, not violent hits. Yeah. The unit ain't fall off, it's all politics. Niggas don't throw rights, they throw hollow tips. And they don't wanna get married, they want model chicks. Sex, liquor, and dough, bottle piff. Fuck mine and phantom, I just borrow fifth. Yesterday's that, this tomorrow's this From an Ann Hill to a Colorado cliff Nigga, you violate me, I'm sending you to God I'm no peacemaker, that's my jeweler's job I spit it how I live it, nigga, you the fraud Put my weight on your back, you wouldn't move it, y'all I'm leaving on the next plane These friends up in my crib and found cocaine Fingerprints on the hammers and heroin Before I go back to jail, I'm squeezing okay. man. Nigga, we not playing Zero tolerance for that fix It's shot playing That's how we on it Get ready to start playing You see the nozzle on the case Start playing That's how we on it I ain't gonna waste time Talking to fellas Who run up on me Talking that bullshit I said I let them talk While my goons get hellish The only way they talk Is with a full clip And you gon' make them boys dumb You gon' make them boys dumb You gon' make them boys dumb Leave me when your ass slump You gon' make them boys dumb So I'm up the right one You gon' make them boys dumb Like that yeah. Like that Yo, yeah, shorty wow, three pounds, 40 cows uh. at the dice game with brand new hundreds, 40 thou. Uh-huh. Stay fly, work out, all he eat is halal. Okay. Never catch him dirty, cause all he keep is a smile. When they caught him with the gat in the car, he beat it in trial. Yeah. He don't say too much, never eager to style. Nah. Remind me of Gotti, yeah. Shine with the shot. His lawyer's so good, he paid a fine for a body. Uh. Heroin and B-more, yeah. crib by the seashore. Car service to the G4, Fila V-Law. Piff rolled in the Dutch or the Cuban Seagull. Uh-huh. Trying to expand the brand so he can see more. Uh-huh. Everybody love him from the Crips to the B-Dogs. Right. Leave niggas for dead and let him have a bleed off. Yeah. Fall forth to the head, but tear nigga meat off. Uh-huh. He don't show no emotions when he letting that I heat off. I ain't wanna waste time talking to fellas. Uh-huh. Who run up on me talking that bullshit? Mean streets, none of my friends speak. We 
all trying to win But then again, maybe it's for the best though Cause when they seeing too much, you know they trying to get you touched Whoever said illegal was the easy way out Couldn't understand the mechanics and the workings of the underworld Granted, 9 to 5 is how you survive I ain't trying to survive, I'm trying to live it to the limit and love it a lot Life ills, poison my body, it used to say fuck my skills I never prayed to God, I prayed to God E That's right, it's wicked, that's life, I live it Ain't asking for forgiveness for my sins Ends, I break bread with the lay hands Picking they brains for angles and all the evils that the game will do It gets dangerous, money and power is changing us And now we're lethal, infected with the evils Make it mine, the evil
Back to live action. So we back to our what's this, the rap report? Rap report, baby. Rap report, baby. Uh, talk about it. Talk, talk, talk about it. All right now. Balls and Who's Radio. Don't forget to call up. Give us a call. 516-206-0711. Got a couple things going on in this rap report, man. Chicago rapper Trey Savage shot to death while driving in Chatham, Chicago, south side of Chicago. I know we got another. He's 26 years old. He was dropping off his girlfriend in the 8100 block of South Evans Avenue about 11 a.m. And the shots rang out. Hit him in the neck and the shoulder. Savage continued driving. Crashed into three cars. Was pronounced dead by the Chicago Medical Center. Where they took him to once they finally got to him. Obviously, the police have no, uh, they have no suspects. They have no reason. It's just no one's in custody. To, may not be working hard to find it rap, either. Rap, rap, lives matter. Rap lives matter. Look, don't talking steal about, my, you know what I mean? Witnesses reported seeing a white SUV, possibly a Mazda, in the area at the time of the shooting, police said. Oh, that vehicle know. was last seen on Cottage Grove Avenue. You know, it's, it's crazy how they know his movements, man. Like, they just know where certain people be at. It's mm-hmm. a setup. Or, or, like, you stay around, or either that, or he stay around that certain area to where they, like, do you want to see him frequently? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I mean, they, but also, you got to look at the neighborhood when you're from those type of neighborhoods. And you drive a certain car, they start knowing where you park your car. I mean, if you're not a famous rapper, like even like you go, I go somewhere and people hit me up and say, "Yo, I saw your car parked X Y Z. I saw your car here." And you know, like, but it, here's my real issue with it. Like I said, shout to Balls and Hoops Radio. Give us a call five one six two zero six zero seven eleven. My real problem with it is that wasn't no robbery. It's intentional. Like, it, so like he, he was involved with the BS. We don't know that. Maybe not. Oh, they just shooting at random cars for no reason. We don't know. For all we know, for all we know, if he was involved in the street or not, this is what we talk about as far as like this murder thing. Like it's like it's out of control. People are man. desensitized, man. People just do things and and just walk away walk from away it because it's no feeling. This is why I had a discussion with Still some time ago about when you get to a certain level, a certain tax bracket. You cannot stay around, period. You gotta go. Well, you can't. You don't even, it don't even nowadays. It don't even got anything to do with money anymore. It's just like it's if doing you popping, and people like you, jealousy. Somebody will tear your head off just because of that. It ain't yeah. got anything to do with money anymore, kid. Yeah. It ain't even about the bread anymore. Off of, off of even Instagram, yeah. Dudes people, hate, people hate. will see you and think that you really doing it. And they see people showing you love. People will envy that and try to murder you yeah. just because of that, man. Dudes hate the way that you get love. Well, yeah. I'll tell you what. Like I said, last week we, we we said it on episode 142. It's been 13 years since Stack Bundles has been in the ground. And the one thing that I could realize is that whenever I see a lot of these rappers getting murdered and killed, it, it all rings the same. Yeah. It, it, it all rings the same. Yeah. And ultimately, when you look at Stack Bundles, the same thing that you just said. It's like, you know, you get to a certain point, you can't be around your people, but that's sad, yeah. almost. Does it have to do more with the content of the music, or does it have to do with just the neighborhood itself? Like, what is it? Is it, like you said, the fact that the man was getting love? Everybody knew that he was the, he was kind of on his way. Little Wayne liked him. Little Wayne wanted to sign him. He was already dealing with Jim Jones, the uh, Purple City Bergen. He was also dealing with... um. DJ Clue said he was spending that DJ Clue money, had cars outside the projects. Why we want to kill somebody like that when, he, when all he was worried about was representing your hood? Well, also, too, like, you got to stand too, like, we don't know, same thing with Chinks Drugs, we don't know what people, you know, do. See, we got we see artists that just be on, but we don't know what they, if they still in the street, we don't know what they did. You well, know, 
Like we don't know what comes back to certain people. Well, I'll tell you what. With Chink's drugs, it, it came out later that it was it was a problem that he had with some guys when he was in jail. He ended up. I think he beat the dude up in jail, and the dudes waited years. Yeah, yeah. like that's they waited die. years yeah. to yeah. catch him. Like, and they hung around him. So that's why nobody really suspected them yeah. until it was until the, the uh, detectives pulled up on them and they got them. But that's another sad state of affairs. Rest in peace to Trey Savage. People will kill you just for just to say that they killed you for points. You know what I'm saying? Like when they when they when they murdered Stack Bundles and rest in peace to Stack Bundles, it wasn't a robbery. They didn't take anything from him. Nothing. They, they just, just killed, killed him. him. But on the flip side of that, you have to understand your environment. You have to understand that everybody that's around you isn't gonna be happy for you or wanna see you shine. When people see you pulling up in the in the projects in the Porsche, you showing people up. People that live in housing projects are there for a certain reason. Their financial situations forces them to live in those environments. So yeah, yeah. if you have the money to get out of there, why would you come back there living a lavish life? People are going to look at it as, they, as if you're rubbing it in their faces. And also, too, what these sometimes these rappers brag about when you hear their music and they brag about, you know, crapping on people in the neighborhood and then they say oh okay well you push you park that porsche box outside the chinese store all the time all right we're gonna wait people still uh, like but that. it's not even it's yeah it's like and then you stand out like yeah. your car stands out you in the middle of far rockaway with a, a, a sky blue what was it royal blue porsche people still want that hood <laughs> love man like like all right I, and not even like low-key a maximum camera around and chill with the fellas and dudes it's like when you leave Look where you going. We still Look who's here. behind we still you. Here. We, we, we don't have what you have. And well, this happened to Shot Money XL. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's the sad reality, kid. You're not that same dude that grew up on the block anymore. Once you make it, unfortunately, you have to leave. Every, uh-huh. every successful person that has made it, they have left the environment that they came from because it's a death sentence. It's like the, in the 50 Cent book, Jam Master J, classic example. Facts. Yeah. He came back to the hood. Stayed in the hood to do right by young artists, teaching them how to make songs and how to come up as an MC the right way. Ultimately, he ended up losing his life behind it. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. So that just goes to show you, you can't do, you can only do but so much for guys in the hood because people are always going to be jealous and want to take you out of here. Like last year with my tournament banner. This is for kids. Yeah, A dude. basketball yeah. tournament. Fact. Dudes cut my banner because... I was doing something in the community for the kids and people liked it. So if people could do something like that over something as small as a kid's basketball tournament, yeah. they'll kill you for $1,000. And he wasn't getting a dime for anything. I wasn't getting a dime for nothing. And the sad thing about it, even like if you do, like, we, you know, we, you know, we're on the road of having more success. You still, unfortunately, even in your neighborhood, you got to downplay it. Yeah. You gotta, it's sad that we got to downplay, you know, don't talk about nothing. Downplay it. You know, like me, even going to different places. I don't wear jewelry. I don't do... You know what I mean? Like, you got to downplay yourself and really say, nah, I'm doing bad. I got a lot of friends that I know, like, even on high level. Like, yeah, I'm doing bad. I'm broke. A lot of old school hustlers carry out. You have to leave. You can breeze through once in a while on the low. You know, check who you check and be out. But hanging around, hanging around, and hanging around, that's a no-no. And then the flip side of that, and I'm sorry, Pop. I just want to get this last thing in. The flip side of that is that sometimes your family can be your downfall because Mm. you may leave. Your family may stay. Mm -hmm. The street dude is like, okay, he's not here. His family's still here. Yeah. So we're going to make sure. We're going to run it up. 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 We're going to make a point with them. You know what I mean? So 
It's a, it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. And then when you make it, and then you go to a, a better off neighborhood, you got to deal with the racism that comes with it. On, yep. top, on you gotta, top of being labeled a sellout for leaving. Nah, Which, who cares about the sellout at this yeah, point? At the end of the day, it's a proven fact that if you stay in your community too long yeah. while you're doing well, you'll probably lose your life. Like with Pop Smoke. And, and Pop Smoke lost his life in Beverly Hills. Well, but I'll tell you this. That was because he was reckless. You yeah. know what I mean? Throwing parties, putting out addresses. And then he owed, and then a lot of that, he owed somebody some money due to that car situation. Right. Yeah. Alleged. But that was out there because you owed somebody money for a car that you took. Right. And then you came back and you wasn't paying the dues. So those situations like that, you kind of bring that on yourself as well. Because you didn't get killed in this community. No, right. He got killed out of state. Yeah. It I wasn't gotta, like he was in Canarsie. I got to say that when it comes down to it, I think that's just... That's that's what I call the gatekeepers. That's that's like the gatekeeper of hip hop, and a lot of people are really putting out their talents. Is the fact that they got to deal with the streets. It has a and and the thing is you got to. We all know when it goes to the hip hop game, you got to go through the streets in order to get where you're going. Mm-hmm. A lot of times when you're making beats and things like that, or if you if you're a nice artist and things like that, it doesn't end there. You also got a whole bunch of other things you got to deal with. I don't know if that exists in country music. I don't know if that exists in any other genre of music. But this is why it's much harder. And this is why I don't understand why we can't just accept that these people have a talent and they're doing what they got to do. And we're going to put forth our talent. I believe the real issue is, is that really people still feel in the, in the hood that there's only two ways out. Either, either you got a, a, a wicked jump shot. That's how Big said it. Either you either you sling it, crack rock, or you got a wicked jump shot. He wasn't playing. Let's get rid of the crack rock now. All you got is entertainment. So let me let me let me debunk that for a second. And, mm-hmm. and it's no disrespect because when you look at guys like Z the Barber, mm-hmm. he wasn't a rapper. Right. He wasn't an athlete. He was a barber. Right. That lived very well. Right. He cut a lot of people's hair. He had Rolexes. He had nice cars. He had jewelry. He still got murdered because of what he had you know what i'm saying so sometimes it ain't it, it, the, the, even though in the hood yes a lot of people depend on music or ball to get out but you still have other people that do well for themselves by doing things outside of that that are still susceptible to being Take shot and murdered because yeah. of their status financially you could be a lawyer like I know, um, and driving a nice car in the neighborhood, people will think that you probably a hustler or something. Try to kick your door in and kill you. So you damned if you do or damned if it's, you don't. It's sad though. Even people like I know, um, us, you know, now a celebrity barber that does stuff with um another Instagram personality, and you know, people call me to get in touch with them. Like people will just run up on a shop and be like, "Yo, you got this person number?" Or you know, and people will like drive past the shop and stare in. You know, like, it's very dangerous, man. Like, and you got people that literally, even on social media, if they see that you got a lot of things going on, there's people that, that you never even met a day in your life will, will, will come at you and, And it's you know, people that follow you just to follow your movements. Yep, yep. They don't like a comment on anything. They'll create a bogus account just to follow what it is that you're doing. And that's, yep. that's and even this is how most guys get robbed through Social yeah. media, even ex-girlfriends get, get dudes lined up. That's For the real. downfall. So uh, showing what they got, but you know, flashing money, jewelry, cars. Yeah. Then they, then they, you know, about their crib. And it's a reason. Take one person to find out where you live, because now other people know. It. It's That's the a reason thing. why back in the days, the drug dealers protected guys like Skip to my Lou or Dave Edwards or LL Cool J. 
like because they seen that they had a future and they seen that when they made it they was going to eat off of them this is when this is why i hate to say it feed most the most people yeah you got to feed the wolves yeah. the wolves feed off or you the wolves going to feed and, off and the you. thing about it and but that's very true and i was talking um you know artists that 50 know and so forth and we were talking about like just different things it's like you 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 got you get to a certain point money wise to go through the neighborhood and be like in New York like you gotta you gotta pay the muscle, you gotta pay the muscle like you know it, it's it's kind of unspoken. Well, it's just a, it's just the dynamic of the neighborhood we're from and how hostile and cutthroat the neighborhood is. Like Good if politics. I come through if I come through somewhere, it's it, but we do it anyway even outside of check in protection. We've heard that even yeah, when you, you check, check, check in, in what is that? But e- but even in our own neighborhood where we from like. We're, we're as powerful as whoever we're connected to. Even even going to another level. I could you know be a regular mean? Like, dude, nine to five dude that don't even be in the streets, and I gotta still worry about what's going on. Well, it's a fact, saying. Well, That's I mean, I mean, I'm talking about like, but if you up there and people know, like, for instance, with Kanye West, when he was with Free, when when, when um was on um, with Beanie Siegel, and dudes try to rob him Beans over there in Philly. There. Beans came in there with that. And Beans back. came in there because Beans had pull, and Kanye wasn't going to get touched. It's the same thing. Like if I go to, if, if say we go to another level, and I gotta go to LA, I gotta go check. You know, unfortunately, I have to talk to people and say, where do I go? Where do I not go? But you, you do, you know what I mean? Like it's like being a, even politicians have to do that. I think that's definitely a sad state of affairs. That is definitely a show that bars and who's just gonna have to tackle one day. We're gonna need some calls in. And but shout out to my guys, man. And I just gotta say this: it's like sometimes you have to, you have to, you have to be with with animals to get by. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of people that I grew up with, and I don't like glorifying it, a lot of guys that we grew up in the neighborhood with was in the streets. Like, for real, for real. Uh Mm -hmm. And when you tied to certain elements like that, other people in the streets respect that. And they be like, damn, if I decide to have a problem with him, I'm going to have to deal with I'm going to have to deal with everybody else that come with him, especially when they know that you tight-knit. So sometimes this is why you have to keep certain people like that around oh, you and and with you all the time. And some people are just ride for you just off the strength it's, it's because e- of, you know what I mean? It's even in sports. Them. It's even yeah. boxing. Like, for instance, like, boxing is probably the closest thing as a sport that's connected to the street. You know, like, when you go places and you, you know, you see certain fighters and you see this, and like, oh, okay, this fighter, he's part of this gang. Or this fighter, he's part of this. Or he's oh, part he of that. Jail, so that's, he's coming home to do that to keep from being in the street well you know like I said man like one dude I spot on video blood you know what I'm saying like you're a big homie you know what I mean but the things about it is that I don't glorify it and I don't talk about it but it's a sport but it's also politics behind that like when you go somewhere go to Barclay or go somewhere like that outside of town or in town some people respect you because who you know and, it, it's un, and, and, and and we're talking about this is a competitive sport. Still it has nothing right. to do with it. Yep. Still is 100% right. Yeah. Then, then if somebody even start to think, well, damn, look at that kid's eye, but... Or your reputation, like, with me, yeah, like... I got to mess with, with, well, with HD and the 130 of dudes. But they don't... That, like, I tell you what, it, it, it's it was... Who, it's who you know. You don't you don't necessarily have to be in the street with them, but you know. But you're y'all here. But you know? your persona... The, the thing is this. Ultimately, we've all seen it when it played out in the Bronx Tale. And he asked him. He said... Do you rather be feared or loved? Fear lasts, fear lasts longer. longer. And that's a fact. Mm-hmm. 
But fear also drive people to do things. Yep. With yep. love, some people will just walk right over that. So we got to keep that in mind. We got another situation because we're going to play it on the other side now. Yep. Rapper Hurricane Chris, reported by CNN, who rose to fame in 2007 facing a murder charge after a man was fatally shot Friday in Shreveport, Louisiana, according to police. Shreveport. Shout out to Shreveport. Shreveport. Rest in peace to my God country, man. Yeah. Word. The shooting took place Friday around 1 a.m. at a Texaco convenience store, according to a press release from the Shreveport Police Department. Officers arrived and found a man with multiple gunshot wounds. The man was identified as Caddo Parrish, the coroner's office, as Daniel O. Farris Jr. His name was Danziria O. Farris Jr. He was 32 of Shreveport. 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 He died of his wounds. At the LSU Health Shreveport Hospital The 31 year old rapper Whose real name is Christopher J. Dooley Was identified as a suspect in the shooting Dooley claimed the shooting was in self-defense After a struggle over his vehicle Police said Here we go again This is the other side of it Mm -hmm. So now you got the street side of it Where you It's either you the prey or the predator Either you the prey or the predator No matter what side you in And when y'all meet That's what it's gonna be And this dude ended up being the predator Where he thought he was gonna be the prey Now the other side around that is Chicago rapper Trey Savage was the prey and these dudes was the predator. This is the problem that we have in our communities that we have to get around. But if but, we don't. But Pop, you know I was saying this too. It's not even just our community. See yeah, everything yeah, that happens fact, in I was just about to say that. God damn. Mm-hmm. Everything in society we experience because our population numbers are smaller and it's amplified. Right. Now, when you talk about for instance like even me coming to Boston from fitness. Mhm. I had to deal with politics. I had to do dudes coming to me and try to disrespect me. And it's just like, like, I'm going to put it like this. My mom is a former correction officer. A lot of things and mentalities that are in the prison system come out to the street. Mm-hmm. I had to come into the gym as a personal trainer, and I had to go spar all these fighters. Mm-hmm. I had to train better than guys. And also, too, I, unfortunately, I had to call dudes out to even fight them, to get respect on the street. You know, like, even in corporate America, if a dude knows, like, it's, it's how people see you, right? So, like, if I go somewhere, people know, like, yo, that dude crazy. He's sparring all them fighters. He, he, if someone says this way, he might actually fight me. And and me, I'm not a big dude, you know what I'm saying? So Shout people, out to Daz. That's why he won't get his hands licensed, because he want to make sure that he'll beat the brakes off you if you mess with him in the streets. No, but you know, like I said, <laughs> it's sad, though, because Smart. it's like you have to be a wolf or you'll be a sheep, you know? And sometimes... You don't, you know, you try to be respectful and keep to yourself. But sometimes trouble comes to you and people only know you by your reputation. And that's what doing good, good or bad, you know, and, and that's every, that's politicians, that's business owners, that's corporations. It's not just us in the neighborhood. See, we, we get the violence in our community. I hate to say black on black crime. I hate when people say that because let me tell you, something. Chinese people do crime to each other. White people do crime yeah. to each other. Yeah. So when I'm these politicians talk about black on black crime. Okay. We do crime to who's next door. That's a whole other conversation. Go ahead. Before you do that, Mm -hmm. and and you really hear about most of this in the rap community, Mm -hmm. but it happens in everyday life. Like you go to Howard Beach (laughs) or you go to the Jersey Shore. That's a fact. The mobsters is is constantly squeezing business owners. Oh, you don't want to pay me? I'll break a window every day and you start paying me. That's a fact. You know what I mean? They don't shed blood unless they absolutely have to. Our community is different. They just ignorant. They don't know any better, so they just gonna shed blood. They're right. not gonna 
think strategically. And I'm not glorifying it, but it happens in communities outside of ours. But ours gets glorified because it happens to our high-profile uh, people. You know what I'm saying? It's always the rappers. It's always the entertainers that get caught up in these situations. You know what I mean? But... Guy, but on the other side, nah, nah, nah. On, on the other side of it, though, I, I, I feel like this. Um, you would think that we would know better by now, though. Like, there's a lot of things. Like, we, we, we can't keep claiming the same ignorance. Though. Taught behavior. You feel what I'm saying? Taught behavior. I hear you, but at one point, it's got to go. You know what? There's taught behavior, and then there's things that you learn throughout the course of your life. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, fine. You've been taught this since you was a child, but there's a point where you'd be like, yo, that's wrong. That's yeah. definitely wrong to carry myself like that, and and I think that's that's where a lot of this stems from is that we just don't want to believe what's wrong. It's about accountability, man. Like for instance, like we grew up, like I'm I'm a little bit younger than y'all, but you know what I'm saying. But still, like a lot of my friends, like when people talk, and you know, and we, and we know right now the climate is about police brutality and stuff like that. Facts. I don't know a lot of, I know very few people that have been. I don't know anybody killed by the police. But I have 10, 15, almost 15 friends, I mean, 10 friends that have been murdered by someone that looked like me, you know, or looked like them. You know, my friend got shot in, the, you know, in, in his car, college student, worked out, had muscles. I worked out with him. Supervisor at Walgreens, doing the right thing at 23 years old because he looked intimidating because the girls liked him and he and the dude looked like a clown. They came back and shot through his do- brand new Dodge Charger window off of that. There's things in our neighborhood that, you know, I have friends. A lot of my friends that have been murdered is because he get more women or he has more money or, you know, I lost. It's never really a fight because dudes don't fight no more. But it's always about, oh, he's stunting on me. Oh, he got the Rolex presidential on and his chain out. So I'm going to be. And then you got people that are just hungry. Yeah. And you get caught up at the wrong place at the wrong time and they see you, fool. And then, you, and then it's the flip side of what Pop was saying. The fear factor. You know right. what I mean? Sometimes a person may fear you, but then that's going to be that one time where they be like, man, forget that. I'm tired. I'm tired of this. Like, And yeah. rest in peace to my God, Devon, a.k.a. Daryl. You know what I'm saying? I'll never forget this to this day. You know what I mean? Like, he was murdered in the park right, right. down the block from my crib. And D was like, Debo. You know what I mean? Everybody was scared of, scared of D. He was, digging, he was digging pockets. If he didn't respect you, he was going to dig your pockets. So wow. he did it to the one. He did it to the one kid. Who got tired of it, went, got the hammer, came back and emptied the clip on him. You know what I mean? And I hate this, I, I hate the fact that that had to happen, but it goes back to Pop's point of like sometimes, man, having fear isn't always the best thing because it's gonna get to a point where somebody's gonna be like, man, you know what, forget that. Yep. And I'm gonna go for mine. Fear fear is one of two reactions. There's one of two react either you fear you fight. Eventually, you're going to keep picking on people thinking that they're running from you out of fear. You're going to pick one that's ready to fight. Yep. And it's, and that's that's where we really get into the trouble with. That's so. how I became the nose hunter. <laughs> well, right, right in Westbury parking lot in Shake Shack. <laughs> well, I tell you what. Ice Cube out here trying to be the nose hunter. He out here trying to take <laughs> people's heads off. Ice Cube has came out and said that he won't fly American Airlines until they fix their attitude. Ice Cube won't be flying American Airlines anytime soon, based on Newsweek. The Friday actor tweeted on June 19th that the airline needs to fix their attitude before he flies with them again. Cube claimed that he isn't alone, saying that the other black people are having trouble with American Airlines too. 
The rapper appeared to allude to a recent lawsuit involving American Airlines and the racial discrimination. On June 18th, KTLA reported that six passengers were suing American Airlines after they were removed from a flight last month. Five passengers said they spoke up when the airline staff appeared to single out Elgin Banks, a black man, for unequal treatment after they got on an airplane going from Los Angeles to Phoenix on May 31st. Before takeoff, the passengers aboard the flight were told they were able to swap their seats. Even though everyone was encouraged to move around the cabin, Banks was the only one told to sit down. According to KTLA, Banks was told not to raise his voice, though witnesses report he was calm throughout and the staff uh, still told him he had to get off the plane. Five other passengers were shocked and complained about booting Banks and told him that they that he did nothing wrong. They, too, were thrown off the plane as well. The story sounds funny to me. It's it, Well, it, it I mean, sounds... If you complain about American Airlines, you ever flew Spirit? Jesus. <laughs> Shout out to Spirit. The seats that... It's the, it's right. the only airline that where they got school bus seats... Yeah, and, worse, and they got the they that. got the strap hanger. Look, you be like airline, this. I flew first class. Like <laughs> you got flying, just wanted the extra flying, seat. You'd be flying like this. I needed that roominess, man. You Listen, know what I mean? Because them seats are tight. Listen, so, so I'm going to tell you this. Riding on school buses are dope. I'm going to tell you this. Me and me and my wife, shout out to my wife. We When we got married, we took our honeymoon. We had to fly spirit to get to Florida. So we get on the spirit plane, and I mean, after all of this, they charged me for an extra bag. They charged me for the weight of this bag. Boy. I finally sat down. I said, huh. they said, sir, I'm going to need your credit card. I said, for what? They said, we charge for air in this motherfucker. Wow. <laughs> I, I flew, you know, and when you, when you fly. Shout out to spirit with the when, koala bear on the side of the plane. When you fly, when you fly spirit, too, because you think, oh, man, man, $170 to fly to Las Vegas. Cheaper than that. Oh, I saw a flight for like fifty nine dollars. But but then when they, but, but then when you add it up, it'd be like six hundred dollars because they charge you like per pound per ounce. Uh-huh. They charge you for ice, raping you yeah. records. And, and then it'd be like five flights. Connection flights. I'm going to Atlanta. I got three connection flights. You fly, you fly, fresh out of pilots, fresh out of school. You fly well, from here to Jersey, <laughs> from Jersey to Philly, from Philly to, from Philly to Virginia, to North Carolina to, to Atlanta. Well, I tell you this: take about three days to get to Florida. The, the reason Ice Cube it, it says that, like, obviously they've had a couple situations. I believe even Wale chimed in and said that he also had a situation with American Airlines. They said that he didn't belong in, fir- in, in our first class. I mean, this is something that's definitely got to come out. The airline, American Airlines, has has came out with a with a with a, with an answer. They have pretty much responded to his tweet. It says American Airlines told Newsweek that American is committed to ensuring all of our customers are treated with respect. Anything less is unacceptable and would be addressed appropriately. American Airlines also clarified what happened during the incident with banks. After boarding American Airlines flight 1931, with service from L.A. to Phoenix on May 31st, Mr. Banks requested to be seated in the first-class cabin. He was informed that he was not eligible for an upgrade and would have to remain in his assigned seat. During the boarding process, he attempted to relocate to the first-class ca- cabin <laughs> prior to leaving the gate. One of the seats he attempted to sit in was assigned to another passenger. The airline continued. The disruption on board required deplaning passengers with the flight departing the next day. Discrimination of any kind is not acceptable and does not align with our values, which is why we launched an investigation when we were made aware of the allegations. We are continuing to review this incident, but we believe that the allegations are not full or accurate portrayal of the incident. All affected customers were provided with a hotel voucher unless they lived locally, as is our policy. They're supposed to say that. 
I laugh. I, but my thing about what do you think? I'm gonna keep it real. We all, and I'm gonna keep it real. It's not even about being black or anything like that. There's been plenty of times we've been on a flight that was kind of empty and be like, yo, and we had that thought in our head. It was like, you know what? Yo, I'm going to see if I can get up there, too. Them seats is looking right. Maybe I'm going to act like I'm going to sit down, man. Oh, the plane ain't crowded? Okay, I'm going to sit in business class. Like, like, yo, keep it real. Like, people do that all the time. Like, I've plenty of times said, like, yo, I'm going to try to just sit in this, this business class seat and act like I just didn't know where my seat was. Well, but here's the thing. I think ultimately if if you're going to do that and you and the jig is up, you know what I mean? You'd be like, yo, I you know what? Caught. I'm caught. I can't get mad. You just got to move on. But go ahead. I've, I've, I've done it. A few times, but I waited to where the plane. The, I've done a few. I mean, I, I wasn't. I wasn't doing it before the plane even started moving. You gotta wait to where the plane start moving because you know nobody else is coming That's on that plane. You can't take and it's, and it's a whole bunch of, I never went. I never went to first class or business class though. But I moved up to see them move. You back can't go whatever. first class or business class. They'll tell on you, like. Sir, yeah, they be like, "Yo, pay for this seat." Well, that's what it, that's what I'm saying. You wait till you start the plane start moving Man, they because still nobody else is coming. Oh, you can Sir, pay, you, yo, can pay for, you can pay so for the upgrade. Oh, meanwhile, we all sitting there like Word, we don't power up like this. Look, yeah. Well, you know they're gonna have to they gonna have to figure that out. But I, I don't know if Ice Cube what he means exactly about fix the attitude. I mean, it seemed like there was a lot of forthcoming, but a lot of other things remain to be seen. But we Man, still have one more story we wanted to cover. Rapper 2 Chains sued by Pablo Escobar's family company for $10 million over the restaurant name. Woo! Your boy. I mean, $10 million, though? Talking about a family who was used to more than that. Now they, they, they clamoring for that. I hear you. As for Fox family. News. Remember, they said the family, so that could be little cousins. Tax. Or, or somebody that's not even really directly linked to him. Hey, that's probably a second or third cousin. Yeah, could that, be. I mean. Me, Pablo. We talking, we talking Pablo. What 1975? Yeah, they probably never even knew him. According to Fox News, the rapper Two Chains may have a legal showdown on his hands after the family of Pablo Escobar hit the Atlanta MC with a lawsuit for ten million. The legend, the former collegiate hoops player, took Escobar's name and plastered it on a chain of restaurants, according to a new report. Escobar Inc., which is the conglomerate representing the family of the deceased drug kingpin, alleged in a complaint filing that Two Chains. 42 years old, whose real name is Tahid Epps, used Escobar's name and likeness without their permission for two Atlanta eateries, both named Escobar Restaurant and Tapas, and the family said that they want their cut of the business and merchandising sales. Sounds like greed to me, gentlemen. It just sounds like stupidity to me, too. Like He should have did his homework. Why, no, but, like, why would you even make a restaurant called Escobar anything? Like, where... How does that relate directly to you? Like, if this is your restaurants, why would you name it something that's not even in your lineage? Like, well, Escobar. Because you, know, like, you know what it is. You know it's, it's, about selling, Come on, it's about man. the persona of selling drugs. And being Say it again, Des. It's about being, you know, the persona of him being a drug dealer as a rapper and the Escobar of a drug cartel. And But I'm a businessman. Why matter. would I even portray that? Because like, people want to go there and you, feel like they they really is like a, you know like a, they want that look. Here's the thing. Ultimately, ultimately, exactly what Dad said. It, it, it has more to do to want to associate yourself with something that you're not. And here we go again. It goes back to that same battle that we've been talking about. Why would we even be addressed? Like you said, as a businessman, why would you even want to put that on your business? That's like saying, you know what? I'm Bernie Madoff, the stock trader. What? Nobody yeah, want to hear that right why, now. Why, why, why would you even do that? 
So, I mean, hey, look like 2 Chainz got a fight on his hands as a way of 10 milli. And these people don't seem like they backing down if that's the case. They're not going to get anything because he well, kind of Esco- Escobar is too vague. And it's not like, okay, Pablo Escobar's. Like, Escobar can be anybody's last name or anybody's name. And it's not like he took that. It wasn't patented or trademarked. Like, they're not going to win that. It's like, I would have named it after my granny or something. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you from the South, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, why would you... What name is it two chains? Not even that. Okay. Not even name that. Like, but it's like something that's more creative than check, Escobar's. Check this out. The outlet cited the filed court documents and explaining the family's umbrage over the most expensivest, that's what he has it called, host using Escobar's face to promote the restaurant and oh. g- generate traffic and sales and said Escobar's mugshot is even painted on the walls inside the oh establishment and that the menu ignorant. also features... Escobar's crab cakes. Bro. Like who are your who who's your targeted demographic? Like yeah. who are you targeting? Hood people. This is what I'm saying. Like why would you even want <laughs> and, them in your establishment? Well, no, and I'm not I, trying to down the hood, but if I open up a business, man, I'm not opening it up just for the hood. Actually, I'm gonna put it outside of the hood because I don't want you niggas coming well, to mess well, my well, establishment up. You know, you know, you know what? I'm gonna say this about this too. It's not even a hood because the hood people are not gonna come. It's the people who are in suburbia who thinks that's cool and is glor- and, and fine. Hood culture to be amazing. Like for this instance, is why, who, this is why they label you as the dumb rapper. Who is his but, but also too, like I, I'm a, I'm I know somebody is. I know he, if he went to, into that, he had to have somebody that's a partner with him. No, I'm, not at all. Maybe, maybe he didn't. Maybe, but, but who's his advisor or somebody? I tell you about what. Telling him like, Yo, I'm gonna I'm, I'm tell you about the. Um, his name should be fired. Yeah. <laughs> but also too, if, if it's a look. One. A lot of people that are gonna go to that restaurant. Are not people from our neighborhood. Just like when um, there's this gym called uh, Con Body Confit. So it's it's shaped like a jail. So it's black dudes that got out of jail and opened up a a workout, um, like a boutique bo- gym where my clients they told me about it. Jail. Like they painted. I'm talking about no. They're working on a cell. They do like prison workouts and there's you know bars. There's they have bars inside the studio and it's like this and it's black men teaching it. But now Seals. now See? do I find it as being buffoonery? Yes. Um, totally. But people of suburbia and, and people who are like, you know, in gentrified neighborhoods love that type of things. That's why if you ever go on YouTube, people who talk about prison stories have big followers because they are glo- they, it's glamorous to them. Things that we saw growing up is like, wow, oh, my God, you guys did a thousand dips and, 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 and push-ups and, and, oh. t- and curls with water bags. Oh, man, I want to go do it. And I'm going to pay $30 to go do a class. Before we get into our switching dish, Steels, I, y'all got to see this. Listen. Y'all gotta see this at ball. It still look like he ready to explode. <laughs> I, yo, I'm <laughs> con body. I gotta go ahead. Yeah, still, it's go just, ahead. It just baffles me, man. Like con body. Yo, you work hard to get the back. Well, not even back because my aspirations is my the money won't fit in just a regular bag for where I want to be. But like you work hard to start an establishment and a business. That's going to take you out of here. Like, why would you put yourself in a box? Like, you put yourself in a box where you're only going to attract certain people. Mm-hmm. You're only going to attract jail guys that want to work out. That well, no, no. Like, it's, well, not, it's not that. But, it's they're attracting people who are but, like, like, like yuppies. And, yeah, but like, it's still are, like, but it's still you, stupid. You, though, degrade like, your, you degrade yourself. Yeah, it's I like gotta, you might as well just like. Paint your face. How'd you like that one, Mister? It's like you, 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 you tap dancing, yeah. for real. Like that's the, essentially what you're doing. I gotta point it out though, the fire, the uh, the fire festival. 
in the beginning of that, the, one of the things that was a selling point of the island that they were going to was the fact that that island had belonged to Escobar at one yeah. point. And in the contract, they told him not to say that. Yeah, not we don't yeah. want we don't want a tie island. This is a family owned island. And you know what he did? He, he went, went and did, did it anyway. And when he did it anyway, people was I hate to say it. They wanted to be there, Pablo's uh, getaway. And you know what the family did? So, they yanked the island away. Yeah. And that's where they got into trouble because they had to find another place yep. to have all of this yep. stuff. And it was too late, too much stuff backing yeah, up on them. Yeah. So that with that crazy. being said. Oh, speak about Pablo. You know he had a hippo collection, right? Yes, he did. And they're still alive to this hey, day. Yo, they're, they're reproducing in Colombia. Colombia has a hippo population, African hippo population. Yep. That are living out because the y'all follow Pablo Escobar? Sorry? Not even that. We no. follow him. National Geographic. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, I actually, National Geo. Mm-hmm. I actually watched Top Gear. And Top Gear did a drive down there to uh, Brazil, wow. and they came across hippos in South wow. America. They have no like, predators, so that's why they keep reproducing. And it's mad hippos in South America. Yeah, they, they don't want to smoke with the hippos. Hungry, hungry hippos. You ever see hippos when they ready? Put a hole. They in swarming leg. on you like wolves. Two big teeth from <laughs> Well, you know who gonna be swarming, man. We about to swarm with this swisher dish. <laughs> Y'all can't believe catch. We got the swisher dish coming to my man <laughs> DJ Joj. <laughs> What you got for us today, Jay? What's with the swishing dish today? What we got? First song that we got, man, J. Cole, Snow on the Bluff. I, I heard this is a I heard the ladies ain't feeling this one. Niggas be thinking I'm deep, intelligent, fooled by my college degree. My IQ is average. There's a young lady out there, she way smarter than me. I scroll through her timeline in these wild times and I started to read. She mad at these crackers, she mad at these capitalists, mad at these murder police. She mad at my niggas, she mad at our ignorance, she wear a heart on the sleeve. She mad at the celebrities, low key I be thinking she talking about me. Now I ain't no dummy to think I'm above criticism, so when I see something that's valid, I listen, but shit, it's something about the queen tone that's bothering me. She strike me as somebody blessed enough to grow up in conscious environment with parents that know about the struggle for liberation and in turn they provide her with a perspective and awareness of the system and a fairness that afflicts them and the clearest understanding of what we gotta do to get free and the frustration that fills the words seems to come from the fact that most people don't see just cause you woke and I'm not that shit ain't no reason to talk like you better than me how you gonna leave when you attacking the very same niggas that really do need the shit that you saying instead of conveying you holier come help us get her to speed shit it's a reason it took like 200 years for our answers it's just to get free these shackles be locking the mental way more than the physical I look at freedom like trees can't grow up for us like overnight hit the ghetto and slowly Stop planting your seeds Fuck is the point of you Preaching your message To those that already Believe what you believe I'm also fucking retweet Most people are sheep You got all the answers But how you gonna reach If I can make one more suggestion Respectfully I would say It's more effective to treat People like children Understanding the time And love and patience That's needed to grow This change is inevitable But ain't none of us Seen this before Therefore we just gotta Learn everything as we go I struggle with thoughts On the daily Feel like a slave To somehow to save Enough coins to buy His way about a slavery Thinking just maybe In my pursuit To make life so much better For me and my babies I done betrayed The very same people That look at me Like I'm some kind of a hero Because of the zero it's next to the commas, but look here, I promise I'm not who you think Ran into this nigga outside of the store yesterday He said something that had me like, wait He was like, cold, appreciate what you been doing, my nigga, that's real But damn, why I feel faker than snow on the bluff Or maybe cause deep down I know I ain't doing enough Shout out to the Tim Duncan of rap You know what I mean? <laughs> Facts, he's very Tim Duncan under, Very underrated Yes, he's the Tim Duncan of rap He's very underrated, man And for those that didn't really get the point of the song it was basically a shot at No Name, who's an activist, you know what I mean, that has been speaking on a lot of social justice issues and attacked people like J. Cole, who she felt wasn't doing enough, you know what I mean? So he felt like putting his thoughts in a song to address that, you know what I mean? But that was just a backstory. I'm switching it because I love it and I love the message behind it, you know what I mean? 
the bearded one is swishing it. I, I I like you know what I like about J Cole. He just has his way of like of getting his flow to actually mean something, and it's like that for some reason that's like a lost art in hip hop right now. It's like you could you could rap and sound like a clown, but you sound ill. But you, you could either sound ill, but your flow ain't all that. He right. kind of messes between the two, and I gotta say I'm swishing that man yeah. all the way, man. Thanks. Yeah, knows how to swishing that because. You know, J. Cole not only having real lyrics, he's a real person. I've been seeing this dude drive past my car on his bike in Manhattan three or four times already. Like, the dude is very approachable. Yeah. Like, you know, and what he's saying is like, I, the message I'm getting as well is like, you see people on social media all the time. It's always, you know, mad and, and you know, but they don't, it's like, you look at them and be like, all right, well, you never even been to a community meeting. Uh-huh. Oh, and we, and that's a, mm, we I'm look, a, uh. I'm going to switch it. Okay. <laughs> we gonna move on Cause Steel's got that Blow up look in his face again. Nah 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 I'm just saying like You know Cole graduated From St. John's man He's a smart kid man Very smart guy man And the way I respect The way that he came up man Facts You know what I mean What we got next DJ J-O-J What we got We got Public Enemy State of the Union This is This is a little hardcore Union Square <laughs> My tail, ask the beta, prime time primo, rhyme time crime, like no other in this lifetime. White House killer, dead in lifelines, wrote this joke out, or die trying, unprecedented, demented, many presidented, Nazi Gestapo, dictator, defendant. It's not what you think, it's what you follow. Run for them jewels, drink from that bottle. Another four years, gonna gut your hollow, gun it out, dried up, broken, can't borrow. Shut the fuck up, sorry ass motherfucker, stay away from me. State of the union, shut the fuck up. Sorry, hurry, 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 hurry. Sunday. I'll go back first. Back to live action. <laughs> yeah, he said he wanted to go first, Dan. Let's go that ahead. is a trash. <laughs> <laughs> Not only trash, trailer park, trash. <laughs> I'm going to put it like this, man. I'm throwing it in the trash can. Only person that would like this. Uh, he gonna call in a minute. Yeah, the phone lines are all. The only person that would like that was Tiny, cause that is trash. That song is food. Yo. No, they are. No, they aren't back. They are not back after 31 years. Here's a, here's a problem, man. It's, it's, it's you know what, man. I just gotta say, I, it won't get no play in the ride. But if I was sliding by that song on my way to like a, a march. I would play it, but other than that, yeah, that's you, nah. Oh my God, man! Shout out to DJ Premier too, yeah, man. Premier, Premier wasted a beat on that one, man. You know I would, what I'm saying? I would rather listen to a yeah. D Series Honda with a straight pipe go, oh, going down the street man. than that. And I'm, 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 I'm not, I'm not, I'm dishing that. By the way, I'm dishing that, and the reason why I'm dishing it is because Chuck D sounded like he was way past his time, man. It sounded like he was trying. To, to to be something that he's not. You know or what I mean? Something that he used that he, to. Yeah, this he's is, not. He sounded like Sean yeah. when he got out of the jail. Yeah, <laughs> he sounded the same like he was just on a regular Public Enemy song. And that beat there, Doesn't it demanded a certain type of energy. And his style did not this, fit with that beat. This. And Flavor Flav's hook was terrible. Yeah. Flav is 60 years old, goddammit. And he's like, 
STFU. Word. Yeah, like, come on, man. My niece is listening to the show right now. My lady. Hang man. up Shout the keys. And I, it's a lot of things. But, Jay, I see you ready to go in on that, Jay. Oh, man. I, I, I ain't even got no words for that. I mean, <laughs> oh, my God, man. So, so we could all have a unification dish here, right? Yeah. I'm John Stockton. Ooh. All right, Jay, what we got next, man? Young Chris. Uh, what was that featuring? Um, Wale. Wale. Oh. Yellow flag. Balls of hoops. Let's get it. Endurance, I run it over for Lauren. I could be your lover. How the public, though, I gotta be your brother. Don't need them to think of it. Okay, you can be my girl, flick bird at the informants. City girl's cool, but she fruitful as any farmer. Truthful ain't too religious, but pray on niggas that wanna. I pray the woman I like, get right with my baby mother. Like Annalisa Keaton, she is decent, still catch the body like. Used to hustle out the marquees, built a stash in the caddy. Poverty had me, success grabbed me. Raised in the streets, the absence of my daddy Hustler substituted, no computer, I'm corner savvy mm. Dirty Harry, you could bloody marry Family funeral, no Tyler Perry Six homies to carry, cemetery to bury Creeping when you sleep like the fairy Don't lose your teeth, yeah, my soldiers is military, military. We do retreat, this shit deep, nigga hey, We street fighting like V-Trigger Shout out my leap, you gon' die if you don't eat, nigga Elevate all times, watching the street, the street, the street, the street, the street, the street, the street. Back to live action Ah I'm switching that. I like the fire. I like the feel of it. You know what I mean? The back to back feel that they they was doing on that track. I like that. I like that. And I'm not a big Wale fan, but I like that, man. Shout out to Young Chris. Bearded one is switching that. I like the beat. I like the raps. Even Wale fitting in. Let's go. Swish. Wow. I'm swishing it. Like I'd say like Young Chris, you gotta put him on certain songs. Like he can't he's like it was a perfect song for him. Swish it. Jay, oh, Jay, swish that. I swish that. Swish catch it. Catch it. The, the DJ said he's swishing it. I gotta All point right. that out. What's next on the menu? Conway, the machine. We got four minutes left. Now that lines. we're going to our good word. All right, let's get it. Conway, the machine, front lines. Let's get it. Uh-huh. You're now tuned into bars and hoops radio. Uh-huh. Bitch, your favorite rappers wanna be me. I do their streaming numbers with the vinyl and the CD. Selling boy, you know I'm in the toy. When you see me, you see me. Got the land on my name like CD. I put food in the oven and I ain't talking CD. That blue magic had a junkie shooting like 3D. My neck look 3D, cause S sitting next to the VV. My bitch, the prettiest next to Rewind. See me feeding the homeless. I needed these moments. I'm a boss, not just a rapper. I don't see no opponents. A nigga hating. That he just caught in the heat of the moment Probably cause that 650 He see me and I own it I can move a pie raw Since Buff had the roar with the suicide doors My bro cut a nigga upstate They threw him five more That grimy rap in the game Tell me who provide more The machine nigga Back to live action Word yeah. yeah Let me tell you something man Shout out to Conway, man. Shout out to Buffalo. Shout out to the whole Griselda movement, man. I'm switching that all day. They bring it back, and they never, they never conform to the game, man. They made the game conform to them. That's a fact. I'm switching that just because, A, Beat Butcher produced it, so I'm, I, I love it. 
Conway, his 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 style has grown on me over the years, man. I'm like, I love it. Them bullets I ate was like cookies and cake. I like that dude, man. Switching it. I mean, the nose hunter. I mean, I, I switch. I give it a six out of ten. No. Oh. What you got, Za? Regular. I switch it. That's below average, though. Hey, Jo. <laughs> Yeah, it's a, I'm gonna swish it, but it's off, it's off the backboard. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> right. ain't no swish then. You gotta call glass. Swish. That call ain't glass. no swish. Right, I call Bank. Glass. <laughs> All right, so we got about two minutes left, man. Pop was a good word. <sighs> All right. So, like I said, in light of what's going on, first I want to say happy birthday to my daughter Anaya, turning 17 years old. Oh, okay. Turning into a lady fast. Time the world gonna start day. coming right at you. Ain't <laughs> time fast, for the bus. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. <clears throat> Self-love, self-respect, and self-worth. There is a reason there's a reason why they all start with self. You cannot find them in anyone else. Think about that one, man. In order for you to do anything, you got to respect yourself, you got to have worth for yourself, but in most of all, you have to love yourself yep. because you ain't going to be able to find that in anyone else if you don't possess it. So with that being said, it's the bearded one. Happy Father's Day to all the gentlemen out there. Yes, and like I said, happy birthday to Anaya, 17th birthday. And my son, Braylon, he'll be seven soon, too. Let's go. Right. Word up, man. And on that note, man, again, happy Father's Day to everybody out there that tuned in today, man. Make sure that you download the Bars and Hoops radio app for Apple and iTunes. And you also find us in the Amazon Android market. You know what I mean? Every Sunday, 4 to 6, same time, same bat channel. Make sure you tune in. On that note, Steals the Great. Pop the bearded one. Let's get it. That's where. True peace. Zy Flair. Yo, yo. And DJ J.O.J. We all part of the Radio. Signing off. Peace.